and we are live hey concrete hey smd what's up happy sunday happy sunday hey 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 happy sunday how's it going baby it's hot it's hot it's hot but i'm ready i'm ready i told them i was gonna get them today how y'all uh oh <laughs> y'all have been warned <laughs> Um, yeah, it is Sunday. Yes. And I'm not ready for the week ahead, but I'm, I'm happy still that we still have a little bit of weekend left. So, um, I was, uh, how, how's your weekend been Danny? And then we'll, we'll also, um, ask our guests as well. It was, uh, pretty busy. I worked up until yesterday. Um, I had an out of town event to do, which was outstanding and i'm so glad uh -huh. I, I i signed up for this event um girl we went to augusta georgia which i had never uh -oh. been to augusta before and mm -hmm. um we ended up going to like this little lounge after the fact y'all remember like okay. back in the day when people would dance at the lounges and stuff like they were still mm -hmm. dancing and guys were still approaching women Baby, I mm -hmm. felt like I was in the twilight zone. I was like, what y'all got going on? Maybe the internet so ain't caught to up small to them yet. You got to go to small towns Honey. if you still want that type of feel. They ain't too concerned about looking good and people, you know, being captured and put on TikTok. Yeah, you got to go to the smaller places if you still want to have a good time like that. I got one mm -hmm. better for you. Women actually had on clothes. <laughs> oh no, they was dressed, fully dressed. They, they actually had on clothes. Like I did not see a lot of nakedness. Um, versus I went to Louisiana a couple weeks ago and we went, we attempted to go out, and I looked and I was like, Oh baby, I got I I have on way too many clothes. <laughs> and this you know, I wasn't they had on clothes, people were actually respectful and okay. had an air of happiness to them and that's okay. something that i don't generally see in um well at least around here child and mm -hmm. i was so excited about that because people were nice and friendly and the bartender was hey how are you doing you know you go to an atlanta uh bar and they be like and you be looking it's at something and, else and they like what you want Mm -hmm. basically how, how you doing so <laughs> how can i help you <laughs> yeah what you so, need <laughs> it, that was great and um yeah i got uh my kids come back um from their respective parents school starts next week and so um my summer has been officially closed today is the last day of Aww. summer for me so oh um, <laughs> <laughs> well i hope you enjoyed it um uh, yes. but uh, as you guys see, we do have a special guest in the uh, building, Mr. LJ from SMD. Uh, first off, how, how has your weekend yes. been? Well, I live in a, a vacation state in a vacation city, oh. South uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So okay. I go to the beach a lot. So it's it's a regular thing for me. So I just enjoy almost every day because it's always sunny here. So I okay. moved from I, originally from Seattle, Washington. Really? I'm tired of the rain and all that just whatever you guys hear about the rain is true and gray skies <laughs> so i had enough of it left there moved to south carolina and this is where i live ah, okay that's a, you that's didn't a you drastic know. difference yes, right you I didn't bring no white wife back from huh? uh you didn't bring no white wife back from seattle <laughs> I'm about no, to go. I heard that's I'm how they do in Seattle, though. Am I lying? That's my cue. I'm not lying. I, was part of it. Hey, listen. I was part of it, okay? I admit it. I did. But I'm with, okay, listen. I'm with a black woman now down in South Carolina, okay? Ah, I'm with a black woman. As long as you're happy. 
as long as you're happy because danny is pro black men finding their happiness even if that means going and getting your passport and finding a link whatever it is you need to do i understand and it's true the stories are true because that's it's just i don't it, things are different up there okay it is, it's just different yeah right yeah. And, and i just came back home that's it that's all oh, and i'm yeah. happy and i would okay. would i leave again no i wouldn't we're no. gonna uh call it steal their ass back for it so we doing it come on black women here Listen. one time lj got courtney would back. be courtney would be so happy that is so funny to say that i'm like damn <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, I we already know what Washington, like we've heard right. the rumors about Washington, but also it's from my what I hear, it's not a whole lot of black people out there, especially not like how densely populated with black people the South is. So the Southeast. No, not um, as much as the South. That's true. That that is yeah. true. I mean, when I come like when I since I moved down here, they could black people can tell I'm from another place because by the way I speak. Right. So yeah. they know I'm not from down south. And so but it's it, it's the it doesn't I it, outside opinions have never bothered me. So that really doesn't phase yeah. me. Out, so I feel you. Mm -hmm. well, tell us a little uh, bit about yourself outside of where you're from. Tell us about savings minus debt. OK. Mm -hmm. Brace right, well, y'all. Long uh -oh. story short. OK. I, I've been an engineer for the majority of my life a computer engineer okay. and uh making the six figures six figures and i'm not saying that to brag i'm just saying it right right and just following the rules to just like everybody else you know videos like hey if you make six figures you're this and that and this and that so i did it all right made it to the six figures got there and i'm like okay now what what right. what do i do now that i'm here nothing i was just deep in deep debt i didn't realize the outside world could tell that i was making six figures by my car where I live, my clothes, my career, but I was deep in debt. Long story short, got out of debt, found Dave Ramsey, got out of debt, realized that was the whole problem of my whole entire life, really, because I was in debt. I didn't know it. I was a, basically what's called a debt slave. Got out of debt, discovered that capitalism is psychological, split into two parts, positive and negative. Mm -hmm. This is a 100% mathematical fact, right? Had I known this as a younger black man, my whole life would have been different. For sure, especially financially, especially. How did you get out of debt? And okay, let's say you're making six figures. What was your highest amount of debt? A couple hundred thousand. Really? Mm -hmm. How did you get out of a couple of hundred? Like that's a lot to get out of, especially within our lifetime, because it's basically kind of set up that you're not supposed to. Well, it sounds like that because I'm including a mortgage. People don't include mortgages in their debt. Everybody right. has that kind of debt. They just don't logically understand that, that mortgage is debt. But anyway, at that particular time, that was just consumer debt. Don't get me wrong. Mine was consumer debt and student loan debt. Excuse me. Student loan debt was in there. Okay. That's why it's so high, right? Found Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey basically says, take a calculator and these baby steps, get out of debt. That's what I did. Freed myself. Once I got to zero, at that point, I realized what I just told you about capitalism, positive and negative, right? I realized that I didn't own myself my entire life because a credit report is really an owner's ledger. It mm -hmm. keeps track of all the businesses that own you. Credit scores are reward points for staying in debt with your owners listed on the credit report. I didn't know that until I got out of debt. That's why I'm, and then I created SMD. So with the credit report do you 
well, not necessarily with their credit report, but like purchases and stuff that you do now, do you buy, do you use credit for anything or do you just buy everything outright? Because, you know, I've watched you for a few years mm -hmm. and you, I've heard people say, well, if you using somebody else's money versus using your own money, mm -hmm. then you still have, um, let's just say something happens. You'll still have, um, your money versus their money. What do you think about that? All right, let me explain this part first. With with knowing that capitalism is positive and negative, there are people that live on the negative side who are called dead slaves. They don't know that they live there. That's the psychological part. And who are dead slaves, you might ask? People that believe they can buy houses with mortgages, those are dead slaves. People that that's believe so they can buy cars with car loans, those are dead slaves. They don't know that's not mathematically true. People that believe they own equity in mortgaged houses, none of that is mathematically true, but they don't know that. Those are called debt slaves. They don't, they don't mm -hmm. know that they can't buy houses with mortgages. It only takes one day to buy a house, not 30 years. That's a program. They don't know that. Well, they, they don't know that. It only takes one day to buy a house, not 30 do years. Do you own your own house so, at this point? Huh? Do you own your own house? No, I rent. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what about the concept then? And it's funny that you mentioned Dave Ramsey because I, I watch like some Dave Ramsey stuff because I, I like to hear the people call in and give their scenarios and his take. And, you know, a lot of people feel like Dave Ramsey is extreme and they'll say he'll have you eating beans out of a can li living in a garbage can because he literally will take kind of what you know, today's generation, what, you know, Gen, Gen Z feels like are extreme approaches to getting out of debt. And, you know, his shock and surprise, you know, when you talk about the amount of debt that you've amassed. But I say all that to say, what about the people who feel that um, there's a such thing as good debt? There is a such thing as positive debt that, you know, does aid you because it gives you, you know, it aids you in your credit score. It also, um, you know, aids you if you, you know, need to take out a loan for some reason. And I know all of that still would make one a debt slave, but is there anything that you would consider positive debt? Because you mentioned a mortgage, which most people would think of that as positive debt. Let me give you an example. Okay, let me give you an example. How, tell me how you feel about one plus one equaling two. Tell me how you feel about that. That it's a fact. No, your feelings. Do you love it? Hate oh, it, my like feelings it? about Does it? Does it make you sad? I, Does it make you sad that one plus one? I don't have two? any specific feelings about it. <laughs> exactly. So when you hear somebody call debt good or bad, they're just telling you their feelings about their debt. That's nothing. Oh. Only debt slaves do that. They like to describe their debt. I don't know why they do that. They just do that. <laughs> Okay, it's so, it's, it's math. It's so debt is debt is debt. There's no debt, such thing as good or no bad debt. Is good or bad debt. Only debt slaves say that. <laughs> so uh, put it this way: if you believe you're a homeowner, this is for everybody because I want you guys to understand what I'm stating is mathematical fact. Okay, if you believe you're a homeowner, open up the calculator. Okay, put in your mortgage payment minus your mortgage balance and hit equal. You see that large negative number? That says you don't own shit. That's what that says. You don't own nothing. You're owned. They use the house to buy you. You can't invest in uh, retirement. You can't. These are all mathematical facts, but debt slaves don't know that. That's a psychological thing. If you look at that but, large negative number, you got to say to yourself, "What kind of house could I buy with this amount of money?" You can't. Then how do you? How are you living in the house you're living in today? You're the equity in the house. You are. 
the house is not the equity it's you but is it i and i like i understand no, the concept question. understand you to ask him ask him any way you wish okay i understand where you're going like i said Don't i do watch some day because i find it interesting but my question is um when you talk about like when i think about the average income of and specifically we're focused on black men we're in a black male space and we're focused focusing on the financial freedom of black men with this conversation primarily um is it um even logical for a black man to be able to purchase a home outright without the assistance and aid of a banking institution a loan a mortgage like is that even logical in today's time with inflation being through the roof like it's like we've never seen it they're saying inflation is higher and 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 the impact is greater than it was during the great depression okay see how deep you went you just you made up all this stuff and stuff coming from here and there. And that's all you got to do. When you see, you go look for a house in your price range. Just how easy it is. Go look for a house that you believe is in your price range. So say like it's 300000 okay? Oh, the house is for 300000 You log into your bank account and see if you have 300000 in your account. If you don't, you can't buy the house. That's it. And you just drive away. You can't. <laughs> people are under their, this is the problem. People, debt slaves mix up, mix up the word buy and finance. You mm-hmm. can't buy a house with Agreed. a mortgage. You finance a house mm-hmm. with a mortgage. You don't buy anything. They buy you with the house. The mm-hmm. bank buys you. So then, we, <sighs> well, Concrete, I want you to follow up and finish your follow up question because then I have a question for you. Go ahead. Okay, real quick. Last thing. Okay. <laughs> and this is just me you know tied to my no, ideologies and my thought process okay so what about people who purchase homes and you go out and you put like there could purchase be fi- a, are you talking about finance homes or buying homes with, cash? a what person who finances about? a home finance. you finance okay. a home okay. through a bank right. and you go through an incident like the um panorama that we just went through Mm -hmm. and you have a ton of equity as a result of financing that home now you actually can purchase a home in some instances because you've gained so much equity over the you know over several years especially when it was a seller's market that now you have the ability if you didn't have the three hundred thousand in your account prior or you know two hundred thousand or whatever the cost of the home or condo whatever in your account now you have the ability so i still see that there is a great there could be benefit to financing a home what that's, that's because you believe you can own equity in a mortgage house. That's 100% mathematically impossible. You can't do that. And if you believe you own equity in your house, open up the calculator, put in your mortgage mm-hmm. payment minus your mortgage balance and hit equal. You see that large negative number? That's your equity right there. <laughs> the calculator is telling you, the calculator is te- Now, I want you guys to understand this. Debt slaves are debt slaves by choice because they don't trust the calculator. So if you open up the calculator and put in your mortgage payment minus your mortgage balance and see this large fucking negative number and you still believe you're a homeowner, you have a psychological problem. You're running the program (laughs) because the calculator is telling you you don't own nothing. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this then, SMD. Um, When it comes down to home ownership, why, and, and this is a personal question, why haven't you purchased a home? 
And a lot of people would be, well, you know, it's easier said than done. Blah, 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 blah. And you're saying that, okay, you take the calculator, you go and purchase a home. It doesn't take 30 years. When people would ask you, okay, how come you haven't purchased a home? What would be your answer for that? I don't want to. Okay. And I'm curious as to why. I just choose not to. Okay. Okay. Um, that's so interesting because because there, you, there you, you a, guys got to understand. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But when you hear people talk to you like that, hey, how come you haven't did this and that? You turn to them and say, do you got a mortgage? If they say yes, you say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I okay. Death, I, uh, I don't listen to that. Like, I don't say, no, I'm sorry. I don't say that out loud. I say that in my mind. Shut up, Desley. You don't even know what you're talking about. And then I dismiss them. Click off. They're talking about mortgages. They're not buying anything. They're bought. <laughs> Do you own any businesses? Do you own any businesses? Yes, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What yeah, about the myself. notion? I don't I don't have a job. I work for myself. Mm-hmm. What about the notion? And I can see especially um, you know, back in the day, but what about the notion that b- purchasing property is how you build wealth in order to pass down pass that wealth down what to you, mean by you know purchase? Your, you mean mortgage the rental financing property? a home financing. in, in okay. order to it, you know eventually pay it off which we know 40 years ago it was much less expensive to purchase a home so you mm-hmm. you know could pay off a mortgage in a lot less time but mm-hmm. what about that notion that that's the way to financial freedom and building wealth mm-hmm. Well, there's trillions of dollars in mortgage loan debt, so clearly that's a lie. Whoever's You're telling so you that, there's trillions of dollars in mortgage loan debt. That tells you people don't own nothing. What are you talking about? There's trillions of dollars in mortgage debt. People that owners, listen, owners don't have payments. That's what makes us owners. That's simple. So SMD, when you feel like you want to purchase something, do you just walk up and you be like, yeah, I want that. Give it to yeah. me. And you uh, sign the paperwork whatever. that day. It's done. I don't sign no paperwork. Oh, yeah. Legal paperwork. Yeah. 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 And it's yeah, done. Just like that. That Listen, that's the only list. I want you guys. I'm going to say it slowly. And I'm not saying slow to make it seem like you're slow or anything. Yeah. Okay. Don't take it that way. I'm yeah. saying it slow so you can see how easy this is. Mm-hmm. That is the only way to buy anything. You can't buy nothing with no money nothing there is no way to buy anything with no money but what you guys are running is the program on the negative side of the economy what i do is bring people from the negative side to the positive side of the economy where you understand that taxes help build wealth they're not mean and bad and ugly the irs are your friends they're not evil what when you when you're on that side you think that but when you come over here that's not true they are just the referees of the economy just like a fucking football game if referees wasn't in a football game, people would be face masking, elbowing, but that's the same thing in our economy. They're just the referees to make sure everybody plays right. Taxes help build wealth, but not for debt slaves. You guys are in debt. I understand. I'm actually following what you're saying. And, and I, I have, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm following. Uh, it's not a difficult concept, but I think that so many of us have bought into capitalism and feel like, you know, home ownership, especially for black people, like real right. talk, 
literally we've been told you don't own the piece of the pie like we we've seen a, a ton of articles regarding how home ownership has decreased significantly mm-hmm. since you know 50 years post slavery to like this is stuff that is kind we're inundated with it and so as a result we're like oh i need to go out and i need to have all of these things in order to in order to feel like i have made it mm-hmm. I do well, that's just the program. Let me ask people you this. believe that. Yeah. Let me ask you this, SMD. What would you say would be the top five things that is keeping black men in debt? Uh, not knowing the information that I'm sharing with you today. Okay. Black men don't know they don't own themselves. And this is how easy it is. All you got to do is just how much does it cost to own yourself? Nobody knows that question. How much does it cost? Log into your credit report. There's a big old number in there. I don't know if it's way down at the bottom or might be at the top. You place a negative in front of it. That's how much it's going to cost to own you. When you like right now, I have a video showing my entire credit report entire. What's your credit score? I don't know. I got to go look. Mm. But do you have credit if you're not it, it, like, so do you, do you card. think yes, that credit is a trap? Huh? Okay. But no, and I understand tool, having business a trap, credit. It's a tool. But... It's a tool okay, a it's a tool. You could trap yourself with that tool, but it's a tool. Credit. If you want to own yourself, you got to know the price to own yourself. Log into your credit report. That will tell you how much it costs to own you. I know that because I own myself. My personal credit report proves to everybody that I own me because nobody else does it. I only do things that nobody else on the internet does, and that's why I, I do it. it. That's why so you can show you guys. I love it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Shout out to um, Midtown Universe. He says the elephant in the room is that you don't own, even if you do pay it off, which is why a lot more people are becoming perma- permanent renters. Um, I think you have a point there, Midtown, because if you don't pay your taxes, um, they can come take your property, auction it off mm-hmm. um, for the tax money that you may own on it. Um, happened to my mom. So, uh, I think that's a good point. Um, yeah. And we got one more shout out to Kevin C. He says a shout out to the breakdown and SMD for this discussion. 15 year mortgage on the hook for seven more years. They got <laughs> me y'all, but I'm on the way out. Um, excellent, Kevin. Um, I would say um, I think I entered into our relationship uh, debt free. And of course, you know, we have a house, we have kids, um, cars and, you know, shit like that. But um, I think the quicker we can get out of it, you know, the better, because I would much rather a surplus than to owe anybody and, you know, to be able to pay for your things outright. Mm -hmm. Would you recommend? Well, we didn't finish up your five things that's keeping men in debt. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot. about that. (laughs) That's okay. You said so. Number one, not knowing the information that you're putting out here. What else would you say about okay remind me about what, what I said um about what? what's keeping men in debt oh okay um it's it's mainly this it's mainly this knowledge but okay i can i can only use myself as this example from what i know today compared to i'm 53 now okay right if i had this knowledge in my 30s let's say it like that my entire life with dating life financial, everything would have been different. Put it this way. Okay. Let's take it off the money side and let's go with the personal side. So you guys can understand how it takes over your entire changes, your entire life. 
if I had this knowledge in the prime age, late 20s, 30s, you know, that's the prime dating, sex, all that stuff is right in there. You, But you don't really realize you're the target. But if I was had this knowledge, first of all, I would never dated a woman who was a dead slave ever. I would have never had to lie to any woman, cheat on her, nothing, because I would be straight up right from the beginning. If we met and I'm like, oh, I like her. She got a good career because death slaves always love to throw out each other's careers and shit like that or where they went yeah. to school or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But once I find out she's in debt, she's now a friend, period. And I tell her that, hey, Linnell, and I say, now, if you want to continue this relationship sexually, I, if I'm in that space, I might do it. But I'm going to make sure that she's clear that it's not going to go any further past that, no matter how many times we have sex, because she's a debt slave. She's in debt. I'll make so sure you don't be in your feelings about it. It's nothing to feel about anything. I just don't date death slaves. Let and me I ask you. I definitely well, wouldn't pro. I definitely wouldn't procreate with a death slave if I was still in that space. Mm -hmm. I would just tell her no, no. We're always using protection every single time because I can't chance okay. that. So I when you have, that. when you when you've developed feelings for a woman, have you ever developed feelings for a woman, or does the feelings come after you know what her credit score is or where she's at? Credit, uh, where, if I was in that space back then, if I was yeah. in that space back then, yes, sir. No, I would just listen to her. I, I would listen to see if she has student loan, car payments, if she financed her phone. I just listen to the way they talk, right? And I would know right now where she's going to be. Hey, we're not going to be anything more. She would say, Well, why, Lynn? Yeah. I'd say, You're in debt. That's why. Find out her mindset, basically. I can hear I, I like everybody wants debt slaves believe payments are normal, so they talk like mm -hmm. it's normal. So if I hear her mention that she has student loan debt, car payments, she's still, we're friends. We're not going to be anything more, period. But do, you, do you like, because there was a point in time where you, you know, were a debt slave, slave too. Yeah. So is there any grace for a woman that, that is, you know, um, everything else that, that has everything else that you want? But she's a debt slave because she doesn't have the knowledge for, for lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Okay, so this is what I would listen for. If I met a woman and I said I turned to her and said, Hey, we can't date because you're making car payments, she can she can come at me one of two ways. Oh, who nigga, who the fuck you think you are? Goodbye. See you later. Or she okay. can say, or she could say, What does that mean? What do you what do you mean, Linnell? What do you mean? Right. Then I'll I'll be like, Oh, she wants to know. And then I'll explain it to her what that means. And then and then she'll catch on. This is why I always say, if black women took the time to understand Ooh, yeah, what I'm I can't pitching. wait to hear you guys would change the fucking game you guys just I, <sighs> I wish I could just yeah every, and remember <laughs> black women listen black women everything I'm saying is 100% mathematically true on a simple calculator okay don't think I know I sound fancy oh he knows all this shit no I just know the calculator period and it was here before I was born it's gonna be here when I'm dead after you finish that. giving the five facts, I'm going to have you elaborate on that because that's something we were talking about behind the scenes. And I, I have to know where you were going with that. Um, but I know, Danny, you were Black in the middle women of it. don't know. They don't own themselves. That's it. That is it. I well, didn't not know that, I didn't, but what you were saying man, about. I didn't know I owned myself. I didn't know I was walking around as a debt slave, pretending, mm -hmm. driving, driving fancy cars with car payments. Car payments make the driver irrelevant. Yeah. It doesn't even matter what you drive a BMW or Mercedes. You're making car payments. Who cares? Who cares? Death slaves. Yeah. 
That's so interesting. Okay, I'm sorry. I know you were in the middle of answering Danny's question. I don't know how many points That's he's the laid. Main one, the main it's really just it's really just own yourself because your your whole life will change. Your energy will be different. Everybody will know you're different because you will know that you own yourself. You you will radiate a totally different kind of energy. People will know when you women will put it this way. Since I own myself, I also now am in control of my sex drive. So pussy doesn't rule me or can make me hungry and all this other bullshit like men give off every fucking day. You ain't realize that shit. You don't, okay. I didn't know this until I owned myself and, and it was in full control of my sex drive now. Women are looked at every single day like, mm, yeah, shit. That's every fucking day, right? Yeah. So every man that does it think they're doing something different or special. But when I come in, I'll, I'll appreciate a sexy woman, but I won't give them that hungry look. I'll just go, okay, and just keep it moving. You know, none of, none of that always hungry. When she be like, oh, no payments, I'm debt free. You be like, hell you. Yeah, she owns herself, but she will be like, I own me. And everybody around me will know I own me. Your, your whole, you guys just don't even know. Well, let me say this, since that's that's all you have on her her points, because I know she wants I to do. finish reading the super chats. Because it's not um, that much. It's really not. Yeah. Mm. I, I think that um, I, that's why I absolutely, you know, appreciate what you're saying, because first off, it shows discipline. And there's, you know, it, I love, you know, when a man can show that he's disciplined, that is one of the key qualities of a leader. So that's and that's also why I asked as a woman, because my husband, there were things that I was not abreast of or now what we, you know, that I didn't even have knowledge of that he introduced me to that I, you know, came on board and was like, oh, wow, you know, that's interesting. Tell me more, you know, show me, lead me in, in regards to this specific topic, because I wasn't aware of, you know, my ignorance on the topic. You know, what's so crazy. This is crazy. Uh, and it's only because I know what I know today. You know how many people are together for years, married, sex, children that have never seen each other's personal credit reports ever. That is absolutely bananas. That would never happen in a million years for me today. Now, I'm not saying this. I did that when I was a debt slave. You get with somebody, you're always talking about credit scores. It's not the credit score. It's within the credit report is what you want to see. If they're in debt, yes. no, uh-uh, none My of husband had me pull my credit report within 30 days of us dating. I heard that. He that's, literally that's what I did printed it. I'm now. That's exactly what he I did. printed. Like, I hadn't serious? seen my credit report in in years prior to that. He Correct. printed it, outlined what needed to be addressed, and I was I was offended initially. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, she was. Wait a minute. Correct. <laughs> you know? It sounds offensive, but it's not. It's no, because you're really having to get down to uh, the nitty gritty, especially if you're entering into a my, union. My credit score increased over a hundred and something points within like two years. Like, and listen, this was listen, just listen small. So you can stop doing that. Listen, credit scores are reward points for staying in debt with your owners listed on your credit report. So don't be impressed by credit scores. They don't mean no, anything. No, it was me addressing some of the things that had been on there that needed to be addressed. All, all <laughs> That's what okay. it was. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Mm -hmm. um, SMD, when you talked about um, you own you, and even with the lady that you're dating today, mm -hmm. um, I'm sure she owns herself. Correct. Um, I wouldn't have you... it any other way, else I wouldn't be with her. Got you. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure you heard about the Ebony K. Williams situation where Ebony K. Williams was saying that she wouldn't date a bus driver. She was saying that she's gone. To I don't school. know who that is. 
Okay. Um, there was this lady that came out a few months ago. Um, mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of Iyanla Benzant? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Iyanla went on to this lady's show, and the lady was saying that um, she was looking for a man. Um, they talked about the woman being masculine, and Iyanla asked her, would she date a bus driver? Mm -hmm. um, she was like, if the bus driver loved what he do, he was a good dude. He treated his mama right. Would you date a bus driver? Mm -hmm. And Ebony K. Williams was like, basically like, hell no, I wouldn't date a bus driver. Mm -hmm. um, and a, a lot of social media came down on her because she was saying that, okay, I'm educated. I've done this. I've done that. I've worked hard. I've mm -hmm. basically built my life. Let's mm -hmm. just say that she was debt free um, for the sake of saying it. Um, and she wouldn't date a bus driver. Do you think that men should have felt some type of way about that when it comes down to women choosing specific mates that financially match them? What What is your opinion on that? No, because a person's job is irrelevant. Right, okay? right, it is. Because a, bu a bus driver could have more money than a lawyer. Okay, so it doesn't, a bus driver could be 100% debt free, a lawyer could be maxed out in debt. It just looks right. like the lawyer is financially hit, but they're not. So they're, mm -hmm. Math determines that. So the okay. bus, so the so by her specifically focusing on a job, a, a person's job tells me she's in debt because people that who own themselves don't talk like that. I don't. I don't talk about a person because they have a job. I, I determine if they're in debt, if they're a debt slave or not. That's mm -hmm. it. It doesn't matter their job. Right. That's a different type of subject. If you want to be successful, oh, yeah, it's going to matter your job. You're going to have to figure out something to become wealthy or whatever you're trying to be. Right. But once you own yourself, becoming rich and wealthy is no problem at all, at all, at all. You you know who to listen to. You know who not to listen to. But but with that woman that she, I got this and I had this, it's like this. Why are you telling me your whole list of your why are you trying to impress me with something? I don't care what kind of job you have, your degrees. I need to see a personal credit report. I don't believe anything a woman says about finances unless I see a personal credit report because it doesn't lie. That's why I always show mine. It proves I own myself. Nobody, listen, nobody on the internet has ever done that except me. I'm the only person. So that should tell you, especially black women, are you listening? I'm the only person on the internet that has done it why come find out come find out it, your credit report could nobody can debt slaves cannot manipulate their credit report they cannot that's why when i show you mine it proves that i own me it proves that i'm not talking shit because what's I'm on your credit like, report like so well, i don't let me get think the i've link. ever seen get like the link. i'm gonna text it i'm gonna i'm gonna send it to you privately okay okay Okay, excellent. Go ahead. Go ahead um, shout out to Azriel, first of his name. He said, according to his logic, I shouldn't leverage my credit to buy an established business through a bank because I can't pay it all outright. Black boomers have the financial smarts of a piece <laughs> of driftwood. Oh, wow. Is he a Azriel. debt slave? Yeah, right, Azriel, are you a debt slave? <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a debt he, Let me see. Let me read it. He's okay. a DS. <laughs> According to his logic, it's not logic, it's mathematics, okay? Make sure you take out the right words because they're using wrong words. It's okay. not logic. I don't want you to think math belongs to me that I invented it. it. It was here already. So according to math, I shouldn't leverage my... Leverage means he's talking about loans, okay? They're leveraging him, okay? When you take out a loan, the bank is leveraging you. I don't care what word you use. It's When people use the word leverage, all you got to do is, if they're talking about positive leverage or negative leverage 
So if you use the word leverage, open up the calculator, put in your, your rental property payment minus your rip, rental property balance and hit equal. You see that large negative number? You're talking about negative leverage, okay? Not positive, all right, Desley? All right, so my credit to buy established businesses through a bank, now he's switching between personal and business. Now he's talking about business debt. I am not against business debt because that's different than personal debt. I'm only addressing personal debt. So debt slaves don't know the difference between business and personal debt. That's why they always flip-flop. When you hear a person flip-flop between business and personal debt, that means they're a debt slave because you don't do that. that that's number one. That is absolutely number one. You never flip-flop between business debt and personal debt when you're talking. That's a number one red flag that you're listening to a debt slave. Okay. That's just a piece of advice. All right. Can't outright. Okay. Most people can't. All right. Black boomers have a financial smarts of a piece of driftwood. That's his, that's his perspective. Okay. That's how he thinks about black people, boomers. I don't know whatever he believes, but that's not true. None of that is true. Mm. Mm. Well, okay. And a shout out to Nick Penn. Welcome, Nick. It's been a while. He said, actually, there are more black women being educated and thus carry the majority of the student loans. Yep. Okay. Um, thank you for that. Yeah, Nick. I actually had a question surrounding that too, but I, I'm gonna wait until we done with the super chats. Mm -hmm. Um, a shout out to Mr. Curlin. Hey babe. He said, question at what age did you become debt free? 2015. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a shout out to Too Cool for School. Thank you so much. It's, uh, they said, love for having SMD. We need you back on the Bernard Riley uh, circuit, brother. You bring mad value. Well, well we want to make I've sure. I've emailed Bernard a couple times and he just hasn't responded. Well, so SMD, we want you to be able to stay awake anyway. So <laughs> that's why we uh, wanted you to be over here because we didn't want you to go, go to sleep okay. during the interview with Bernard. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like we want you to be go to sleep. awake. Once you're awake, there's no going back to sleep. Okay. I if you hadn't been on a Bernard's, you probably been been over there like in a deep slumber. You know how they go. <laughs> I'm gonna stay out of that. No. <laughs> and um, a shout out to Miss AB. She said, "Cheers to your husband for wanting you to show your credit report. He showed you that he was serious from the start." Did. Amen uh, to that. Arlene, as a family that. member. Yeah. <laughs> um. Was that it, Danny? I can't see. Yeah, that was it. Okay, I just had a quick question. So in the in the back before we came on, we were talking about you were saying something regarding how women would be more apt to if if black women would you know listen to the perspective that you're sharing and apply it that they would be more likely to take those steps and apply it versus black versus men because of the ego and things of that nature. And I wanted to know if you could expound a little bit and, and excuse me if I'm getting anything incorrect and you can correct me, but, and if you can also expound on that point a bit. Okay. Well, I want black women to really pay attention to notice that I speak different, unlike any other black man that they probably even noticed before I speak differently. Not that I'm saying I'm special or I'm better than everybody. I'm just listen to the way I'm talking. Have you ever heard a black man like me speak the way I speak about finances and relationship? The answer is going to be no. Now, if you accept that, I can just transfer this knowledge to you. All you got to do is accept it. All you got to do is say, I trust the calculator. <laughs> it sounds funny, okay? <laughs> but it's true. All you got to do is this. I trust the calculator. That's it. 
That's it. I can't buy a house with a mortgage. That's a large negative number. I'm not a homeowner. All you got to do is believe it. All you got to say, it really takes just one day to buy a house. That's it. Not 30 years. Where'd that come from? The program. All you got to do is believe If it. men are more logical, like if men are, you know, traditionally men are seen as more logical, wouldn't they be more likely to? No, because of ego. That? Because of ego. Who the fuck this nigga think he is? Who is this? All that stupid <laughs> nonsense, right? I don't want to deal with any of that. Women don't know. See, this is, the, this is why I think women would understand me more. They don't know the men's side of all the shit that you hear all your life as a man. Okay. You don't, so they don't really know everything in detail. Right. I'm just here to show, I'm just here to tell you that's the reason why they won't listen. The majority of not all men, the majority of men won't listen because of ego. Now if a black woman clearly hears a black man speaking, unlike anything she's ever heard of, that's just a sign of something that is there that you cannot see. But I'm proving it with mathematics. So I, I don't want you guys just to take my word. I want you to say whether you're going to believe the calculator or not. Mm. Okay. Shout out to Luminoth. They said good debt, uh, according to Robert Kiyosaki, is debt that other people pay back. Bad debt, you have to pay back out of your pocket. What's your opinion on that? Uh, I'm not sure why Luminoth's saying, but good or bad is irrelevant. It doesn't. Let me tell personal debt, personal debt, you pay back. Business debt, your customers pay back. Okay. That's, that's the difference between personal debt and business debt. Personal debt, you okay. pay back. Business debt, your customers pay back. That's why it's different. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so it would you say that it would be okay for your business to be in debt versus your personal? Correct. Put it okay. this way. Put it this way. Got when you. you. When you own yourself, uh -huh. what I'm trying to explain to you, and then you go into business, you will be the best at anything, anything like right now, sister, you got drive. Okay. You'd be going against niggas. Okay. That's drive. <laughs> what would happen if you owned yourself, you would be a hundred times that nobody would be able to listen. I'm not messing with you. Nobody would be able to fuck with you. Nobody, nobody can fuck with me. Listen, nobody can fuck with me. Okay. Nobody, <laughs> nobody comes to my comments. Nobody says, Hey, Linnell's full of shit. Know why? Because you can't be math. They don't know that. <laughs> Death slaves don't know that what they're going up against. They're going against math. And nobody in the history of the world has ever broken the laws of math, <laughs> has ever broken the laws of mathematics. Nobody. Hmm. So, um, I, I do have another question. And um, I was actually going to ask this earlier. Like, when, with men, um, would you consider then marriage a huge risk because women are known to be large consumers and um, typically women are what 70 70% 70 of divorces are initiated by women and a lot of men um, have a concern over you know losing a large amount of their wealth in a marriage if it fails. So what are your thoughts on that? That's Google stuff, what you're telling me. The average this and that and this is I would never These marry are common a common talking slave. points in the space. No, I would never I would never marry a debt slave, not even come close. That would marriage is marriage would be so far away. If if I'm dating and she's in debt, we're not going any further than that. Marriage is that's way so do you think men should pay more attention to a woman's finances 
when it comes down to it. Like first they need to pay attention to this, their own finances first. <laughs> okay. First. That's you can't come talking shit to a woman. If, if I'm telling you guys are not about not being in debt and I'm in debt, what what does that even sound like? But I can prove right. that I'm not in debt. By showing, let me find this credit report. You guys, are you guys asking me some questions? Because I'm in the background trying to do this real quick here. Okay. I, I also wanted to know. I know you say, like, uh, you know, of course, you know, like, you wouldn't marry a debt slave. But yeah. even if the woman is not a debt slave, if there are beliefs that you know a woman is, women are seventy percent more likely to file for divorce than men. In the event, like everything that you've saved and everything that you've worked for and everything that you've worked hard for, there is a risk associated with marriage. So is that a bad idea for men that are concerned about, you know, debt and and, and losing, you know, what they built? The best way I can say this is that that statistic and stuff that would know, but that wouldn't even be part of your life because that would never happen. Because you wouldn't date a, that. Listen, okay, I'm gonna say it a different way. The average is made up of millions upon millions upon millions of debt slaves making the same financial decisions as one. So debt slaves marry each other. Debt slaves have kids with each other, and then they I think, oh, divorce? Why? Because you you guys are debt slaves in debt. That's why the marriage is not working. It's because of debt. It's not okay. because of money. It's because of debt. Period. I get but it. And you, I understand when you when say you, you wouldn't yourself, marry a debt slave to... too. Huh? What's that? I, I understand where you're going. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Okay. And when you own yeah. yourself, it, you, as a man, I would always be a hundred percent honest with a woman. Why? I wouldn't have to fool around on her. I wouldn't have to do things behind her back. I would just tell her, Hey, we seeing each other, but we're not exclusive. Hey, Linnell, you fucking somebody else? Yes. Anything else? That bothers me. Goodbye. You're a debt slave. I told you from the beginning. Don't start getting feelings. I told you. I don't get in relationship with debt slaves. Wow. And then I would just leave. But she would just respect me. Hey, well, how come you and Linnell ain't dating no more? What happened? Oh, he just said I was bothering him or something. Nothing to say. Oh, that nigga ain't shit. This and that. He fooled. None of that will happen. They would just tell what I the, what I did, which would be the truth. So... <laughs> Do you believe in whining and dining women? Correct. I do for sure. Now I would now if, if, if I got, okay, say like this, I got with a woman, it was clearly to know that she was a dead slave. We could still be friends. It's, she's still a person. So I would take her out, take her, have a nice dinner. We can even have sex occasionally or whatever. Right. I would 100% respect her. But as soon as she start mentioning her relationships or, or she starts saying things, Hey, what about Valentine's day? I'll be like, Oh, I already told you. Don't be talking to me about Valentine's Day. We're not, we don't do that. You're a dead slave. I don't do that for dead slaves. <laughs> oh, so I understand your thoughts on not dating dead slaves, but do you, is it important for your partner or any, or someone that you're dating seriously to also be um, driven? Correct. Yes, for sure. Yep. And but you, once you own yourself, you'll be naturally driven because you will see the you'll have a different perspective of the whole financial world so you'll know the only way to truly own yourself you have to own your own business there is no you can't own yourself with a job you can't 
Oh, you can't, excuse me. You can't own the time in your life, which is the most valuable commodity on earth. The Oof. time in your life, and once you own yourself, that becomes number one. Nothing comes Facts. before that. Nothing. I don't oh. care what relationship you're in, what type of job you have. That becomes number one, and then you will naturally just create a business, a successful business, because you know there is no other option, and it'll just be that. Would you recommend um, marriage for people to build? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like if two people got together, they say that marriage is the quickest way to wealth mm -hmm. in our country. Mm -hmm. Would you what would you say in regards to marriage nowadays? Would you still be like, well, nah, you a man needs to get himself out of debt, figure it out on his own, do what he has to do, then maybe seek out a woman. Or um, if he happens to find somebody and they partner up and let's say they both have low debt and they can get out of debt quicker uh, mm -hmm. together versus being apart and then they can go on to build a business. Would you recommend marriage in today's current climate? Two people to, that own themselves already get together? Most mm -hmm. definitely, because when you own yourself, you both know what it took to do that. So when you get together, you're not going to fuck up by fucking somebody else or flirting on social media. You're not Because you're going to know that's very rare to have two people together who own themselves. So you don't do stuff like that. There is no, I'm with my woman. I'm not going to fuck around on her behind her back. Even if a woman came up to me, it's like, hey, you want some pussy? I'll be like, nope. No, don't ask me again. That's what I would say. Don't do that. So your financial brain is ruling out um, what's biologically generally Correct. normal for most men? Correct. Correct. Okay. It overrides that 100. Now, if you're together, this is, now this is going to be a tough part, okay? If you're if you're a woman in a relationship right now and you wake up from what I'm telling you and your partner, your husband doesn't, that relationship is over. I'm going to just tell you that right now. It's mm. over. OK, people think I'm people think I'm joking. I don't care for how many years you've been together, how many kids you have. I mean, if you wake up and discover, oh, shit, I don't own myself. You mean I've been a debt slave my whole life and you go to your baby, hey, baby, check this out. If we get out of debt, we can own a whole bunch of stuff and we can own our house and we can do this. And they say, oh, no, nah, fuck that. I like payments. You're going to go. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. It's going to be over. Yeah. Relationship is over. Believe that. I don't care. Even if the sex was the shit, it's over. You done had to let a couple good ones go. Uh, no, I've been. I, I Luckily, when I was getting out of debt, I was single. Luckily. Okay. 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 Luckily, I didn't have to involve. But I noticed when I was dating back then, I first got out. I didn't really know what I know today, right? Yeah. I would go out on dates and I would find myself listening to them making payments. Because <laughs> it's normal. Like, hey, I've been to all these schools. I got this degrees and this and that. And I'll say something like, hey, what do you think about Biden forgiving uh, student loan debt? And they go, woo. Oh, I sure hope he do. You told me everything I needed to know. You got student loan debt. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> you remember um, when I came to your channel, I came to you about the Biden student loan debt. What about Um, I came over to your channel because at one point um, I didn't negotiate with the person on the phone versus what they sent me in the uh, uh, email. Um, they'll send give you one payment over the phone that you can make total. What are you talking and, about? Student loan payments? Right. Okay. Um, so with my bar, the person that I borrowed the uh, money through, um, if I had to call them and negotiated a payment, 
my payment would have been lower to pay off my student loans versus what I ended up going online to do. So when I went online to pay my student loan payments off, um, online gave me a higher price. So then I called and they was like, well, you and I was I was mad as hell because it was about three, four more thousand dollars that I ended up um, paying out. Neither here nor there, but I ended up going to SMD and like, is there any way that I can make them give me my couple grand back? <laughs> couple probably, grand back for paying it? Yeah, because if I could have negotiated a lower payment um, to pay off the total balance, mm -hmm. then, you know, that would have just been a lower payment uh, for me to close it out. But I uh, ended let, up. Let me say out. it a different way. Let me say it a different way. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you to take this offensively. Okay. Oh, no. What You're talking like a debt slave. Hey, and negotiate payment lower and this and that. And well, this. no, I, I'm, no, saying no I'm not saying in a bad way. I'm just saying debt slaves do that. This Wait, is, to negotiate a payoff? To a payment. You said payment. No, no, payoff. Oh, like pay done. Off. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like I I I uh had oh, heard I, enough I to know I'm okay. not gonna come to you and talk about no payment. Okay. That's All not right. your type of time. When it came <laughs> to pay off, gotcha. Um, Okay. What I ended up doing, I ended up my payoff was a higher amount because I didn't negotiate that payoff gotcha. over the phone versus gotcha. what they had online. And I was trying to figure out was so there any ways off? around. Is that what you're saying? You paid your student yeah, loan better? I'm done. So I want you to understand that you are now different than the 45 million people that haven't. I want you to recognize. Oh, what, yeah. I want you to recognize what you've done. Because a lot of people pay off the student loan debt and say, oh, okay, it's just free. No, it's bigger than that. Way. Because what you don't know is that that's how debt slaves are created, by unbankruptable debt, starting at the age of 18. They give you as much as you want. Here, take it. Absolutely. Take all you want. Take all you I want. Because you got to pay it back. But 18, our and they parents you, are supposed you to have up all kind of stuff. Our parents, yeah. were, our parents were supposed to told, tell us that, that if you don't pay that off, you're going to die with student loan debt. Mm -hmm. yeah. That means you're going to yeah. die a dead slave. Never yeah. even knowing you're a dead slave. Never even knowing. Yeah. Can um, they come after your estate? Oh, For what? For student loan debt? For student loans. I don't know. I don't know about that. That's, I, I need to look into that. No, your student um, loan. Okay, actually, I know the answer to that. And because I heard something over the weekend, actually, your student loan debt dies with you. That's one of the only type of debts that'll die with you when you die. Okay. Um, when it comes down to mortgages, mortgages don't die. Like stuff that you would generally own a bank, owe to the bank does not die off. Mm -hmm. Other loans is uh, one of those okay. ones that die off when you die off. Because uh, mm -hmm. your estate will be responsible for a lot of the other stuff that you leave behind. So, um, shout out to Dane C. He, he says, hey, Concrete Danielle SMD. He said, who owns the most debt? Mm. Out of us? That's a good question. Who, who owns the most debt? I don't have no debt. No, I think he's saying like, like what group owns the most debt? Is it white men, white women? You know, like I'm assuming he's talking about who, what group. That maybe. Dane, let us know. I don't know. Does maybe it, he does it matter. It what, which, does it matter which group of debt slaves own the most debt? Does it really matter? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think that's interesting, though, because although we want black men to be financially free, um, one thing that I was thinking about, too, is that black men likely have less debt than other groups. That doesn't mean that they still don't want to, you know, um, make themselves financially free and you know make themselves whole. You know why that is? Because they don't have the careers of the people that make the most debt. Just because somebody makes more money 
they're usually in deeper debt. Black men that make less money don't realize that they're closer to freedom than the people that make the most money. They don't even know they're closer to freedom. Don't even know. They all taught us this in elementary school. The zeros in the middle, the green numbers on the right mean positive, the red numbers on the left mean negative. That's it. So it's if real you simple. have somebody making $200,000 and they're in $500,000 of debt, they're way down the negative. But you got a black man making $40,000 pissed because he can't get any good credit or get credit, which is a good thing. Yeah. He's in debt. He's in debt probably 50000 That means he's $50,000 away from zero. Once you get to zero, everything is positive. Everything. Debt slaves finance taxes. That's why they hate taxes because they finance them. Oh. Child support. How do, this, how do you finance taxes? I'll tell you. Good question. And child support. I'll tell you. Not child support. Excuse me. Not child support. Oh. Uh, finance and taxes, right? When you go, when a debt slave goes to get a car, they don't have the money to buy the car. Okay. That's why they're getting a loan. Okay. They don't know that. Okay. They don't know that. They, they believe that's the only way to get a car. But if they don't have the money for the car, guess what else they don't have the money for? The taxes. So say like the car was 35, say like the car was 35,000 and the taxes were 5,000. They're going to finance $40,000, hence financing taxes. Gotcha. Oh. When you pay when you pay a car in cash, you just drop the money and drive away. There is no financing of anything. There's one you pay tax one time. Death slaves pay twice over years. They mm. pay once at the dealership and then every single month after that. Yeah. The interest on it interest yeah. and taxes they finance interest mm. and they debt slaves are penalized because they're debt slaves but they don't know that mm. you know what that's true but i also thought about repayment plans like uh, like if they owe the irs you know like if you enter into a repayment plan essentially you're financing Ooh, if you owe the you irs know. you are a debt slave <laughs> you have no idea Debt, the IRS debt is the number one worst debt. If you have IRS debt, that says you don't know how to play nothing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, you don't have no, the IRS even knows it because you owe them money. <laughs> that tells the IRS you definitely don't know how to play because you owe us money. Yeah. If you are an IRS debt, you are a debt. Slave. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Don't Shout out to Caroline. If you, oh, are, if you owe IRS debt, don't tell nobody. Okay, don't say it publicly. <laughs> just share it with your husband or your wife. Or don't tell nobody. Don't say it publicly ever. Just between you and your oh, lawyer, Lord. get that shit taken. You make that shit number one to take care of that. Number one. Don't ever. They said somebody's favorite content creator is like seventy some thousand dollars that they owe to the IRS. I thought I was like that person oh, makes God. a lot of money on YouTube, but. Yeah. That's a debt slave selling. Look out! If they're popular, they're selling information. They're getting information from a debt slave. If they have oh. IRS debt, you better not be taking financial advice from somebody. Oh, he ain't giving no financial advice, but he balling out of control. Life no, advice though, no, because you ain't managing. Advice. I wouldn't take yeah. any advice from somebody in IRS debt. Nothing. Life, financial, nothing. Nothing. You mm. better not be. You better not be. Shout out to Carolina Tobacco Pipes and Cigars. They said, this is hilarious. Mm -hmm. He lost me with my mortgage because I have a mortgage. I'm a debt slave. Correct. Mortgage is considered to be, is considered an investment in my opinion. That's a debt slave. All he has to do is this. All Carolina do, has to do is open up the calculator, put in his mortgage payment minus his mortgage balance. 
Carolina, do you see that large negative number on the calculator? You don't own nothing. The calculator's telling you. But if he believes it's an investment or it's this and that, hey, that's part the bank believe whatever the bank tells you. I don't really care. That's that's called business. I, I, and I need you guys to understand something too, especially as black women. I will bring you guys to the positive side of the economy. The majority must be debt slaves. They must believe they can buy houses with mortgages. They must believe they can buy cars with car loans. They must believe mortgages are an investment. You sell it to them. You create a successful business based on whatever they believe. If they, if you want to be a realtor and you want to sell to people with that believe they can buy houses with mortgages, you sell them. But you just don't do it personally. You don't tell them. Even when you're, say like you're a realtor and you sell houses, you even tell them you have a mortgage. Don't tell them you don't because they'll think, oh, you make all this money. Whatever debt slaves believe, you got to trick them. So you say, oh, yeah, I have a mortgage. Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. It's business. It doesn't matter. So they won't think twice. But you will be the best in the real estate game, period. Nobody be able to fuck with you. Nobody. So really quickly, uh, to, to the mods, if you guys can, can you make sure that you're dropping um, SMD's um, 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 link in the chat? Because I know someone was just asking who yes. you know about your channel, but it also, also should be in the description box as well. I put my uh, link in the private chat there. Gotcha. Okay. That shows my uh, entire credit report. Yeah, we're going to go over okay. that in just a second. Okay. I can't wait. Uh, shout out to May the Alchemist. She said the Jays use financing credit and other people's money to build and dominate. They mm -hmm. are winning. Mm -hmm. Who y'all going to listen to? Results. Um, shout out to you, May. Thank you so much for that. Um, girl, we mm. wanted to get you on for the day. We weren't even sure if you were. I know. Available. This would have been good. Yes. Um, shout out to Gabe A. He said, scenario. A woman just filed bankruptcy and had all her debt eliminated. She has no student loan debt. Who would would SMD go for her? Um, what is your thought? What are your thoughts on um mm. in regards to bankruptcy? Because we, we didn't even talk Chap about that. Chapter seven frees you. People, debt slaves don't know. That's a gift by the United States of America. Chapter seven frees you. Now, if 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 a woman knew what she did by filing chapter seven and she's like, oh, fuck, I'm free and I know I'm free. Yes, I'll date her because, you know, you're free. Thank you, United States government. Thank you. Now she's free. Okay. They don't know chapter seven will free you. Bank chapter 13 bankruptcy is for debt slaves. OK, that won't accept why they're there. So they go into there making payments on the shit that they got them there. And then they just keep recycling it. Mm. They keep Chapter seven will free you. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. And a shout out to Tyler Sonnen. Thank you so much, Tyler. That's he my said, man. thanks. That's my man. Yes. Oh. Tyler, come on through, Tyler. Tyler said, thanks for providing LJ this platform to get valuable SMD message out to the masses. Um, Absolutely. So I noticed that you said that SMD wasn't one individual person but smd was a group is a family of people yes oh how oh. does that work out yeah he's one right there he's tyler's one of them nick they're one of them they're all okay. family so they all understand that capitalism is psychological positive and negative so some know that they are well i'm gonna explain some are what are called conscious debt slaves conscious debt slaves realize they're debt slaves now they're doing something about it to get out of it so i teach them 
I give them a plan on how to, some come to me, some do it on themselves, just do it themselves just by my videos, but they're called conscious debt slaves. And they're proud to call themselves conscious debt slaves because debt slaves don't know they're debt slaves. But once you wake up, you realize you're a debt slave. The only thing your mind is doing is making plant programs and whatever to do to get out of debt, to own yourself. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. Shout out to you, Tyler. Thank you so much. And a shout out to Dane C again. He said, I heard debt slave badge is the best badge. What does that even mean? I don't know what that means. They don't know either. Okay. Mm -hmm. I guess we don't uh, <laughs> shout out to Charles Keys Sr. He says, fathers are great. Free college. Don't know what that uh, means either. Shout out to Charles Keys again. He says, rent a two, uh, two, three bedroom for three hundred dollars mm. a month in the mm. DR, or buy a location in Florida for twenty five hundred a month. That's a program because they're comparing debt with an expense. Rent is an expense. Mortgage is debt. So when you see people uh, compare those two, only debt slaves do that. Because there is there is no comparison to rent. And here, let me give you an example, okay? So you guys can understand. Say like you and another person lived in the same apartment. You guys were paying $2,500 a month, okay? You guys both. Exact same everything, okay? Now, you got a, a little bird in your ear talking about, hey, stop throwing away money on rent and this and that, right? Now, you guys, and these, uh, you guys are in these apartments. No debt. You're just paying 25. Both of you guys have no debt. Both of you guys paying $2,500 a month. One of you guys believe what debt slaves say, talking about you're throwing away money on rent. You leave the apartment. The mortgage is $1,500, but now you're $300,000 in debt. You see what I'm saying? There is no comparison. You go from here with no debt, $2,500 a month. Then you go into getting in debt, paying $1,500 a month, but you're $300,000 in debt. This person over here still pays $2,500 a month and no debt. You're over here thinking you're no longer... People in with mortgages don't realize mortgage payments are just like rent payments because you're paying it to the owner of the house, which is the bank. Homeowners don't have mortgages. That's what makes them homeowners. You see <laughs> but what I'm put it this way: the the word <laughs> homeowner is positive and negative. Okay. On the negative side are people with mortgages. On the positive side are people with no mortgages. A person with no mortgages is a positive homeowner. A person with a with a mortgage is a negative homeowner. They don't know they own nothing. Period. I, and I understand that. However, when the person who is financing the home sells the home, in many instances, and, and for most instances, the goal is to have some positive attrition, some some equity that comes out of that sale of the home so that you benefit, whereas a person renting would never be able to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Everything the bank tells you, that's true. That's a bank thing. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, come on. Like, you, you it can't, happens no, every you day. Can't, it's one, listen, it's 100%, 100% impossible to own equity in a mortgaged house. But when you sell you the property, then that's when you get to reap the benefits or receive any. Yeah, I understand that. 
Yeah, I saw. I, I, heard, the, I heard the bank mention that. Yeah, I heard they mention that. <laughs> okay. You did something uh, or something, money, whatever. I I don't really get involved in the bank business and what they do to debt slaves. That's really none of my business. I don't really care how they do it. But they make if they make you believe that you guys do something, do whatever, whatever. I don't really care as long as they get interest. If I can invest in what they're doing with you guys, I'm gonna invest. I'm going to invest. I'm gonna invest in mortgages. So let me Listen, ask the you a bank question. is investing oh. in rental homes now. JP nothing. Morgan has purchased, yeah, so because they want to benefit from the rental market. Nothing can exist without the banks. Debt slaves have to go to the bank and ask permission. Hey, daddy, can I buy a house? Hey, daddy, can I buy a car? Daddy, can I use your credit card? They're your daddy. Owners don't have to ask the bank for nothing. We don't have to own shit. If I want to go buy a house, I don't have to ask the bank. I just go buy a house. Okay. Let That's me ask one. you this. Uh -huh. um, what sacrifices did you make uh, when it came to you getting out of debt? Great question. Great question. So when I was at my hiatus with my six figure, 160,000 a year, it's not bragging because I don't want you guys thinking that's a lot because it's not. All right. I, when I was making that money, I was living in a high rise building, driving a Lexus, driving nice cars, all that, all that. Once I woke up and realized I moved out of the high rise building into a room in my sister's house, sold my Lexus, bought an old car, whatever, old truck that I still have today, and and I and I lived with there. Oh, Linnell, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with Linnell? Is he broke or whatever? He's living with a sister in a room. Those are sacrifices that I had to make to get out of debt fast because if I could lower my expenses as low as possible, I could get out of debt faster. So that's what I did. But I had to ignore all the opinions of debt slaves. Like right now, when you own yourself, you will ignore the the opinions of debt slaves. Making car payments, shut the fuck up. You make a mortgage payment, shut up. You making credit card? Is that new iPhone finance? Yeah, you most definitely better shut up if you have a financed iPhone. You better not crack your lips to say anything about money ever, right? That's what. <laughs> the crazy thing is we're living and, and i like i i follow you the crazy thing is it's getting so insane that people are financing what the clothes on their insane? back what's getting insane, what's getting insane? The, the, this whole financing business. people are financing the clothes on their back with this quad pay and financing the weave in their hair with right. you know making multiple payments and stuff so yeah. everything <laughs> that's Correct. on your body is so what you do as a black woman you come on the positive side and you create a business to sell all those guys making payments on bullshit. you sell it to them <laughs> become a multimillionaire selling what you already what i'm telling you guys right now you're telling me what they're doing oh they're making multiple payments they're not using afterpay and this and that then you get your ass over here and you sell it to them they want to hey listen if they want to make payments on some shoes you sell them some shoes Oh, wow. If they want to make payments on a shirt, you sell them the shirt. You sell it to them. Because that's what they do. That's what debt slaves do. They make payments on shirts. Are you bananas? If you make a payments on a shirt, you are a debt slave. <laughs> if you making payments Ooh. on a shirt, you got some real Listen. big live issues. Like but have you noticed? Like, I just want you guys to notice. Have you noticed all the afterpay places on the big names? Walmart, Nike, Amazon. You know, You know why they're doing that? Because they have to. If they didn't offer those payments, they wouldn't make any money because debt slaves have no money. Only debt slaves use afterpay services. People on the positive side, we yeah. don't use that shit. Are you crazy? That's strictly for debt slaves. They don't know it's, that. It's crazy. And you but, know, the only smart, I, I, and the only smart people out of all the big companies that 
made the right move is Apple because they created their own in-house afterpay service, not these side services. Because those side services connected with Amazon and Nike, right. they're they're taking big old chunks from their companies, big. But Apple was like, "Oh fuck that, we'll make our own," and that's what they did. They're making because they Apple knew they had to do it, else they're not going to make any money. If they don't offer these ser these payment services because people won't be able to afford their phones or their new Vision Pro, whatever that bullshit is. When you talk you about. Know, oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Danny. Well, I'm I was just going to say... ask really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you go and then I'll go. <laughs> um, When you talk about um, debt being a psychological thing or consumerism is a psychological thing. Mm -hmm. What would be your recommendation on how to break those psychological chains? You have to get out of debt. If you but, ever want to, if you ever want to know psych capitalism is psychological, the number one requirement is you must own yourself. That's number one. Right. And but how do you break those psychological chains? Because the, um, I would say the area that we're in right now, and I'm talking about when you're dealing with the internet, social media, um, every time you log on to social media, everybody's balling out of control. Mm -hmm. You may not want to necessarily feel left out. Everybody's trying to um, appear uh, to be. Pressure. Yeah. How do people break those psychological chains to get out of that aspect of? Okay. I can use myself as an example. Okay. I don't listen to debt slaves. The financial world becomes quiet. So everybody you see on social media balling out of control, 99% of those people are debt slaves. So I don't even pay attention to it. If they're showing you money and cars, wealth doesn't have a look. So if they're trying to show you a car or some fake money, that means they're debt slaves because their money doesn't have a look. Why are you trying to show me a car? That doesn't have nothing to do with wealth. Money doesn't even have- Interesting. Here, okay, let me tell you, I'm gonna show you guys, I'm gonna give you guys an example, okay? Money is psychological for people in debt. Okay. And I'm giving an example. Okay. The average car payment. Now, let me, let me do this. Okay. And I want you guys open up your calculator. Cause I go, I want you guys to do this along with me. Okay. Okay. Now this represents the money that we use today. Okay. This it's fake, but I'm just, it represents a real hundred dollars. Okay. Now I'm gonna show you some money that you've never seen. Thank you. Thank you. Now you've probably never seen this money. Okay. These are called negative dollars. Debt slaves use these. And I'm going to show them to you because you've never seen them. Okay. I'm going to show them to you. Now, open up the, now the average car payment is $700 a month. Okay. Now imagine you holding this in your hand, which is a hundred dollars represent. Now I want you to put in 100 minus 700. Okay. Now, and I just want you to answer me yes or no. Now imagine that you're holding this in your hand. Okay. According to the calculator, do you have $100 in your hand? Yes or no? No. Okay. According to the calculator, do you have negative $600 in your hand? Yes. Yeah. According to your eyes, do you have $100 in your hand? Yes, according, according to, to our eyes, we have one, but according yes, to the calculator, that's why, you're now negative. I just showed you that money is psychological. I just made it disappear <laughs> and reappear. I even introduced some money that you've never seen. Mm -hmm. Not the negative money, child. <laughs> I love it. The calculator says you have this in your hand. The calculator's telling you that you have negative $600 mm -hmm. in your hand. That's what the calculator, look at your calculator. 
It has this. It's showing you guys this. Not this. This. Not the one you guys can see, but the one you guys can't see. And y'all, if y'all don't believe him, digital. if y'all don't believe him, I want y'all to look at the calculator. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah, negative yeah. one hundred minus uh, seven hundred. But the thing is, too, with everything being digitized, and now, like, when I go into stores, they won't even take cash. Like, oftentimes, right. I'll go in with cash. They will not even accept cash. The and they're it's coming the with this now. Fed now. Yeah, they're coming with the Fed now program soon, and right. I think that that is a lot of people. People don't people and people don't even know how to balance a checkbook and it's kind of like out of sight out of mind i know i have some money in there like i ain't even gonna look at that account you know and and i hear so many people saying by the time their check is deposited they have so much coming out that there's not much left from it but on the flip side of that like you pointed out i've seen a lot of large influencers who are coming out and saying that they have amassed a a, a, a shit ton of debt because of the fact that they've been having this lifestyle that they've been leading for their followers and the other side of that is a lot of them take back the clothes after wearing them and after so they have little ways around but then you have people on the other side of the screen trying to be influenced by their favorite influencer and running out to buy whatever it's just business it's just just business Mm -hmm. and if you guys know somebody and i don't care who it is you guys find a financial channel I don't care. You could pick anyone you want. If you want me to find out if that's a person is a, is a debt slave, show me the channel and I will go over there and tell you if that person is a debt slave or not. All I got to do is just listen to a few of their videos, talk about money. I will tell you right away if you're getting financial information from a debt slave. I'll know in five minutes. Five minutes. Got One it. video. I do have another question for you. Mm-hmm. So not everybody has the business acumen to be a business owner. Like that's clear. Like not every, some people have a worker mindset, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know, is there a realistic way for people who don't have the business acumen to be business owners to, to, to build wealth? Like what are the tools they They don't have them? They don't have them. So no, the majority must (laughs) remain in debt. That's the only way it works. Our economy can only work with the majority in debt and the majority must believe. Debt slaves are people that believe they own with no money of their own. And they don't know that, but it must be like that because that's how you're successful on the positive side, knowing that taxes are, when you come here, taxes are your friend. They help you build wealth. You can legally, you can legally not pay taxes, legally. Legally not pay taxes. But debt slaves don't know. But you can't do it when you're a debt slave. They think mm. taxes are evil and mean and all this other crap. Okay. okay well, I have the Credit Karma uh, reports uh, pulled up, and I want to take a look at this video. Okay. It's short, too. It's real short. Okay. Um, what is going on? I'm about to log into my Credit Karma. I want you to focus in on all the beautiful zeros right there. Look at all those zeros. And I want you to ask yourself, how many people have you seen log into their credit karma in front of you? You'll never see that. You ask yourself, how come LJ's doing it? Why? Because it's nothing when you're debt free. There's nothing to see. That's it. It's kind of small. You can't really see it, but. Yeah. 
But all those were zeros going down credit karma. Correct. I mean, I own, I own, I owe nobody. Wow. Zeros. One page, half a page, all zeros. Now you got to say to yourself, have you ever seen anybody show you their entire credit report ever? No. Exactly. That's why I did it. Wow. That proves wow. I own myself. So anybody you mess with, it, it, they can talk shit about finances. They can show you cars and houses. You just say, uh-uh, let me see your personal credit report. That'll tell me if you own yourself. You know, of course, uh, everybody in the comments is like, we ain't see nothing. I ain't see shit. Right. Go to the video. Um, Give the link. The Give everybody, post the link in the, so they can all just click on it and go you to it. You know what? I will do exactly yeah. that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Copy link. And I will because you got to remember, down. people don't know what they're looking for because they've never seen it, so they got to see it themselves because nobody has ever shown them their personal credit report. That's why I do things nobody else on the internet does. Okay, um, but there you guys go. Oh, that link is down in the chat for you guys. I do have another question while they're looking at that because I'm sure we'll get some comments afterwards. Um, can a per can a person lead the lifestyle that you are um, speaking about um, on one income? Like if you're a family, if you're a family, and you know there's a child, you know maybe you guys have one child, and there's you know husband wife nuclear family with one child. Um, can this be done with one income? Yes, because it has nothing. Like you got to remember, debt slays finance everything food, gas, clothes, like people with electric cars think they're saving money on finance, electric cars. None of that is true. You're not saving any gas. And so when, when you have, when you're out of debt, the price of everything is the price for you because you're paying cash. Debt slaves use credit cards for everything. They finance. Every, so a candy bar could be a dollar, but if they use their credit card and make payments, that candy bar turns into $20, $30, whatever. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So they finance every single thing they purchase and they don't know it. Now, if you're a single mom uh, with a child and you make $30,000, when they say $30,000 is poverty level, no, they're talking about people in $30,000 making $30,000 a year in debt. When you have no debt, you can easily live off of $30,000, easily. Easily, really, Easy. that is so Easy. interesting that you Easy. say Does that. Does it matter where you live? We live in an inflated economy. Put you in a poor neighborhood. I don't want you to think that. Don't think that far. Don't think you're going to be living in a bad neighborhood when you're debt free making 30,000. That is not true. Not true. Not true. Explain we, that to yeah, us because. I'm a conscious lady. If you think about it, if you don't have a car payment, you don't have all these credit card payments, you don't have a student loan payment, like you have more accessible to you, you know, biweekly. Correct. Correct. But then if you're talking about um, uh, an apartment costing about the average apartment costing about 12 to 1500, and especially here in Atlanta, um, the average rent, I think, is about twelve hundred for a one bedroom. Seventeen hundred dollars. Oh, report. and I, then I was wrong because it is seventeen hundred, <laughs> especially if you're staying in the uh, in the city of Atlanta. It's seventeen hundred as the, okay. the average let me, cost. Let me tell. So, so let me help you guys understand something. It doesn't matter where you live. It could be Atlanta, whatever. Whatever. It doesn't. 
doesn't matter. I know it seems like that, but so if I move to Atlanta and they said, Hey, LJ, it's $1,700 a month to live here. I say, no, it's for you. Not for me. I would go up to the owner and say, how much will you charge me a month if I pay out the whole year? It's not going to be $1,700. They're going to drop that shit by three, $400. If I pay out the whole year, because I have money. People don't walk up to the landlord and say, Hey man, I pay out the whole year. They don't do that, but I do. It's going to shock them. They're going to be like, a whole year? I've never heard that. You know what I would say? I know. That's why I'm doing it. How much are you going to knock off my rent that's per smart. month? That's smart. Correct. That's, oh, wow. that's the advantage. That's your life. Black women, you listening? That would be your life. So when you walk in a room, oh, it's high. When you hear people say, oh, man, it's high here in Atlanta or whatever state, you turn to them and say, are you in debt? No wonder it's high for you because you're in debt. <laughs> It's not high for me because I don't have no debt. <laughs> you making car payments? Yeah, that's why you're saying that because you're making car payments. That's why it's high for you. Yeah, I get it. Totally get it. But it's not for when they say that they can only be talking about themselves. Hey, the taxes are high here. They can only be talking about themselves. Not for everybody. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't. You can choose. You can choose where you want to live. Choose. Doesn't matter where. Wow. Anywhere. That's so interesting. Do you um, think that black women are responsible for black men being in debt the way they are? Or no, everybody's responsible for their own debt. Debt slaves are debt slaves, man or woman, doesn't matter. So have, oh the women are doing this sudden. The women are oh shut up, debt slave. All right, shut up. You're a debt slave. Shut up. You make a car payment. Um like this. Oh man, this uh Put it this way. Okay, let's go. I'm going to use myself. I had, since I was making six figures, I had to pay $1,100 a month for just my one son. $1,100 plus all the medical, plus all the co-pays and all. And I was bitching. Oh, fuck that. Bitches ain't shit and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But if I had no debt making $160,000 a year, I would have paid the full year. Here's the whole year, baby. There you go. Don't even bother me. The courts don't even have to tell me. Here, here, take it. Here's the here's the whole year. Don't bother me. Because I have the money. $1,100 a month would not be shit for me if I didn't have, if I was only complaining because I was in debt. If I, did, if I wasn't in debt, $1,100 a month would have been nothing. Absolutely nothing. Here, take that shit. Take it. Financial freedom sounds so good. I will Let say me. that. But let me ask you let me oh, ask this ahead, real quick, Danny. Real quick. And uh I just wanted to know like, can because one of the common things that we hear, especially from like Gen Z, is that um, you know, they have this YOLO attitude or you only live once attitude, and you know, they want to vacation and they want to, you know, have nice things, go to fine dining and this, that, and the other. And um, can you still have an enjoyable life? making a, a, a you know average salary being you know financially free can you still be able to enjoy vacations and you know nice things while doing that on an average salary yeah you'll do it more you'll take instead of doing that stupid ass one week two week vacation which debt slaves do you'll go for a month oh i'm gonna stay a month and a half that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna stay about a month and a half I'm, oh you gotta be rich no you don't you just gotta not be in debt you can stay as long as you wish it doesn't matter you you, you own yourself it you what you're speaking of can you still do that that's 
That's the only way to do that. You cannot go on vacation while having a mortgage. You cannot go on vacation while having student loan debt. You can't. That's mathematically impossible. So what they're doing, they're financing vacations. People are financing vacations. You got to be a debt slave to do that. You financing a vacation at an interest rate? No wonder you got to only take a week and get your ass back to work because you got to make them payments. I could like right now, once you understand this knowledge, this is what I, I like to tell people with, because there's a lot of people that come to me and they have jobs. Once you're out of debt, you will notice your job as a tool and everybody in your job is there because they have to be there because they're in debt. You won't be. So if you're, if your boss comes up to you and they don't sound right, or they saying it's kind of like being mean, you'll turn to them and say, Hey, don't talk to me like that. I'm not your child. That's what you'll say. You'll say, Hey, can you work through lunch? No, I'm not a fucking death slave. Are you crazy? Are you going to pay me? No. Then why are you asking me that question? You want me to work? You want me to say like this? Hey, you going to be a team player? Does team player involve working for free? Hell no. I'm not a slave. What are you talking? That was gone in 1865. You want me to work for free? Are you crazy? Five o'clock come. I'm clocking out. Goodbye. Hey, can you clock out and continue to work? Hell fucking no. Are you crazy? No. Right now, I was an IT engineer, right? They made us keep these our phones, right? We Our phones always had to be with us, right? Always. Yeah. But I was in debt. So I thought it was normal. That means they own 24 hours of my life if I have to carry that phone. And they're paying me for 40, and they own 24 hours. No, that is absolutely not. I would have put that I phone bet back. they had you in the office a whole bunch. No, no, I wasn't. When <laughs> when I got debt free, I only lasted a year and I, I quit it because I couldn't. There's no way I could fit in a job today. No, I couldn't do it. Eight hours in a building. <clears throat> they do that with us, too, because we're I'm salaried because I'm a supervisor. They, so when you're salaried, you have to work however. They take advantage <laughs> of you for salary. I want you to understand something. I was, too, because we're made to believe salary is somehow better than hourly. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. They take full advantage of you. If you take the time. I've never just worked 40 hours. 40 hours? What's that? Take the time. To, each time you check the email or something on your laptop and you're off work, I want you to time it. So you know that you're giving away your time in your life for free right now. If oh, you're I working know. off the clock, I want you to time <laughs> I'm it. I'm always so you working. Can, by the end of the week, so you can see how much of a slave you were that week. So you can see it. You got to see it. See that damn phone go off. Yes. The computer don't I don't turn on. I turn that phone off Friday. <laughs> I leave Friday. It's been worse everything. working from home. When I used to be in the office, I I had like a cutoff time. Even though I had a phone, nobody bothered me. Like working from home, literally, I'll be burning the midnight oil. And my husband is like, What are you doing? You bringing that computer to bed? Mm. Oh, you wild. Mm. Oh, you're a wild girl. You work, I you work, you like working for free? Oh, you're a wild no. girl. To bed? <laughs> I don't. To bed. To bed. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's See, a problem. Could there, you wouldn't allow your woman to bring the computer to bed. <laughs> no, that wouldn't happen. I'll go, or else I'll go on the couch. She could bring the computer to bed. I'll go on the couch. 
<laughs> I don't I, I don't say, hey, you better not bring I don't even argue. I only can control myself. You bring a computer to bed? Yeah, I'm going downstairs. I don't want her thinking. You're giving that. me a different okay. outlook. I, I I promise you. You definitely okay. are giving me a I mean, different people outlook. get comfortable and they get used to that. And it, but yeah, it's up to us to show our partner what. So don't get in an argument what because you know you'll get in one of those arguments. What am I supposed to do? This is the way I bring my money in and this and that. You just go, okay, hey, listen. That's okay. I'm just going on the couch. So you do whatever you're going to do. And I'm going to go on the couch. Nobody's arguing. Nobody's doing nothing. You're going to sleep on the couch again? You're going to bring the computer again? Yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> no, there's My no husband will be telling me. He will tell me you got to go to the couch with him because he ain't getting out of his comfortable bed. Okay. He's not. But I feel you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um... <laughs> Look at Sister George. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> uh Salahuddin, um, you need to be worried about getting out of debt, slave. Don't don't worry about Curly. <laughs> he always talking smack. I know, I know. Um, let me read the rest of the super chat. Shout out to Nick hey, Penn. Turn on this AC. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, shout out to Nick Penn. Nick Penn says afterpay services are sharks. I wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly agree. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for that. And shout out to Luminoth. He says good debt equals business debt. Um, if if it's a successful business, because others, your customers, pay it back. Clarifying my comment from earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Luminoth. I think we got it. Um, thank mm-hmm. you so much yeah. for your super chat. And shout out I to think Javon those Jones. After places remind me of like title loan places like they That's really exactly what it is it's virtual title loan if i had enough money i'd open one <laughs> they're making billions i would open they- one in a minute <laughs> if i had enough money i'd open one for sure wow uh shout out to deron jones thank you so much deron he says he's a hundred percent correct i learned this from being in the music business a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car means that money is outside of your account you want that money in your account um shout out to you if y'all don't know who deron jones is this is uh from the legendary group 112 um one of my favorite groups to ever have done it so shout out to you um, and he's in the building, definitely. Um, so y'all shout out to him. Um, mm, I'm trying to figure out because I don't really have any more questions, but I'm like, let's take some questions. The they thing. got any questions? You, yeah, you we can take like some. May said something very interesting. May said, sell your house and live in your car winning. And that's what a lot of people feel about Dave Ramsey. They feel like, especially this generation, even my generation, some millennials too, feel like his approach is too extreme. That, you know, what you're saying is not applicable because it's too far extreme. It doesn't leave any room, you know, for people. And they say a lot of people feel like Dave Ramsey loses them because his approach is so extreme. What are your Dave thoughts? Ramsey is, Dave Ramsey is just talking about the calculator. Okay. He's not doing anything extreme. He's just saying, take my baby steps in the calculator and get out of debt. The reason why I left, the reason why I left Dave Ramsey, because I left the business part. So in, in his baby steps, he says, Hey, pay off everything except the mortgage. And then when you get down to the mortgage, start investing in retirement and all this other stuff. That's the point I left Dave Ramsey, because if you have a mortgage, you cannot invest in retirement. So I know he's talking about business. So he's going to, if he tells you that you can invest in retirement while having a mortgage, he's going to send you over to one of his Vesta Pro people that are going to explain to you how they can break the laws of mathematics. 
and you could say for what but that's business that doesn't bother me so i left because mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with me so he's I, not harsh he's not harsh at all and i had a question okay. for you um when you talked about um the child support aspect you have a son correct i have three sons they're three adults, sons. they're all adults okay yeah they're all adults. um have they been able to follow your financial um systems and has it worked for them they do they're getting out of debt now as we speak wow it took a minute don't get me wrong they just didn't jump on and say hey that because if i if i if i knew this knowledge when i was raising them i would have put it in them okay but mm -hmm. i didn't learn this until they were adults so now it took them a minute to catch on but i have to lead by example but if, if i lead by example they have really no choice but to believe me but i have to believe i have to lead by example let me ask you another question and then Nick, I'm going to get to uh, yeah. concrete. I'm Let sorry. me ask before you get Nick in, because I wanted to ask my last question when you done. Okay. <laughs> so then when it comes down to um, family structures and stuff like that, would you allow an adult child to live with you until they got back on their feet or out of debt? Yeah. If they were on a mission to do that, for sure. Okay. That would be my responsibility. If they came to me and said, dad, I believe what you're saying. I need your help. Can I live with you while I get out of debt? I would say, absolutely, for sure. Wow. No, you don't pay no um, rent, nothing. You just do things around the house because I want you to put all your money to be free. Do you think that would be a better system for how... So, you know, most of us uh, are put out or we're putting our children out at 18. At 18. You're right. an adult, you can go... You can do you're out of the house you gotta get up out of here <laughs> do you think that um actually keeping our kids within a house until they're financially set would be a better dynamic or concept if, if they knew this knowledge that i teach yes because they would know exactly like if i would raise my children with this knowledge they would grow up knowing credit is a tool don't listen to debt slaves don't finance your life away Own yourself until you're dead. They would automatically know. So when I put them out in the world, when they are ready to go out, they would either go out and buy a house in cash. Cause you got to remember this and I'm going to say it slowly. So you guys can listen. If you pay your, if you pay your house off, you never have rent or mortgage again for the rest of your life ever, <laughs> never again. So your mortgage payment that you're paying now, will stay in your account for the rest of your life. While millions of people believe rent or mortgage is normal, you will know that it's not. And you will imagine how, how fast your money will stack if you didn't have a mortgage payment. You know how fast your money will stack in the bank? That's how it is. But the thing is, you would still be paying rent. If, if, if literally my mortgage is the same as my rent would be, no, actually see, a little bit less than what my rent would be for one rent, year. You're comparing an expense to debt. When you do that, you're comparing an expense. Rent is an expense because you can't live mm -hmm. nowhere for free. So it's an expense. Right. Mortgage is debt. So you don't compare of course. a mortgage payment with rent. You don't do that. There is no comparison when people say rent versus mortgage. Don't ever make those comparisons because it's not. Yeah, that's part of the program. Hey, what's yeah. what's going on, everybody? Okay. Let me, hold on, real quick. Let, let me ask this last question, real quick. Yeah, and no then Nick, I, 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 I want you to ask all of the questions because see, Rose is right on the track. See, see how questions she's asking. I'm more than happy to. Echo <laughs> I understand where you're right going. Question. She is. She's asking the right I, question. I 
actually, I, I'll let Nikki and I'll just say this. I think that, I, like I said, I understand where you're going. And I think that if more black people can understand, process and apply what you're saying, it would be brilliant. And I think about like all of the, like how powerful we could be because Correct. literally our spending power alone is, is, is higher than most countries. It's higher than, you know, Italy. I think it's like, it was it's um we would be like a, a the 10th largest nation if you just took our spending power and compared it to other countries so i think that if more of us could listen to you know what you're saying and apply it i i absolutely follow i think like i said my conditioning and my wiring still makes me see some benefits in mortgage which i understand what you're saying but i know where it's coming from because i've been conditioned to believe that that's a positive thing um but i i think that what you're saying makes perfect sense and i wish more people would at least take a listen and even if i absolutely loved when you said that you have some people that are conscious debt slaves that are still debt slaves but they're working to come out of it and i'm like that's that they're kind of in reformation and i think that's Awesome. So, yeah, but I'll let Nick get in. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You guys can hear me? Yeah, we can hear you just fine. Okay, cool. Well, first off, thank you, um, C and uh, Sister George, for allowing me to come on the show. LJ, salute to everybody in SMD. Um, But, yeah, I love the conversation. Like, this is really helping a lot of people. There's so many people that hear LJ, and they think he's pompous, or they hear SMD, and we make these little jokes or whatnot. But we were debt slaves, guys. This is why we know we were desolate. I had forty thousand dollars in student loan debt um, with the Penn State, um, financed everything, and the whole time, like you know, I was just thinking in the back of my head, I'm about to pay this money back. I'm going to school so I can get a better job, you know, so I can be a better person. You know what I mean? And that pressure that you have, you know, you're about to graduate high school. Hey, you're not going to be nothing unless you uh, go to college, but you don't have the money to go to college, right? So what are you going to do, right? And nobody ever was there to be like. At, like at an LJ to be like, hey, look, there's another way. And hey, look, we're not against um, student loans either. Like everybody hears LJ and SMD, oh, we're against student loans. No, you go to school, do what you have to do. But what we're against is going against the calculator, going against mathematics, because it, it, it's math, guys. A lot of times there's a lot of distractions. Oh, this person's black or oh, this person is this or no, it's none. It's none of that. Cause debt is the colorblind slave master. The bank doesn't care what you look like. They just want their money plus interest. <laughs> but yeah, I'll just leave it right there. Perfect. Okay. Um, thank you so much, Nick. I'm going to bring people up one at a time because I don't want this to turn into like a tumultuous conversation to where y'all over here trying to fight, um, SMD. Oh, no, no, no. I, him, oh, not yeah, you, Nick. I, I I'm just saying. But yeah, I was I was hoping you uh, allow me to stay on the show. No, <laughs> matter of fact, stay on up here because you oh, are okay, part please. of the Savus Minus Debt family. Oh right? yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, um, Kevin, welcome. What's up? Hey, hello uh, to you, ladies, as the host, and then uh, to the gentlemen on the panel. Hey, good information. I appreciate you coming up, man. Uh, I hope people are taking this information in. Uh, I'm an older gentleman myself, and uh, I'm learning some stuff. Uh, and I see the young man up here too. So, hey, shout out to all of y'all. Appreciate you. Yeah, and yeah. I just want to say this too, real quick. I'm sorry. LJ, oh my gosh, guys. Like, LJ was actually with me when I pressed the button to pay off my student loans. Yeah. I like, wow. I always knew it in the back of my head, but then I saw SMD, I think it was on O'Shea's or whatnot. I appreciate O'Shea. that. 
And I was like, yo, I need to follow this brother. I didn't hear anybody else on YouTube talking like him. And I'm living proof that what LJ says is correct. I was a debt slave. I had $40,000 in student loan debt. I paid it all off and I'm much better for it. So salute LJ and SMD. But go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I actually put it in a super chat, but I was, so I'm, I'm, I'll just go ahead and use my son as an example. He's in the military. He got out. He did his four years, got out. He's, his, his, so he got the GI Bill. So his student loan is, is covered. So he's got some savings. And uh, the one thing he's going to have to do as, as soon as he starts working is get a vehicle. So he's going to want up being, I, I guess you call it conscious. What do you call it? Conscious debt slave? Because the whole thing is to, once he gets that vehicle, to pay it off as soon as possible. You mean get, I get a vehicle? You mean finance a vehicle? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to have to get one. Because right now, right, I, I you know, I'm helping him out. Has, I'm letting him use my He vehicle. has to finance a vehicle? He has to? Well, well, you know, that, that's what I want to ask you about. Mm -hmm. Because I don't see any other way to do it. What do you? What do you? What do you recommend? Oh, great question. That's yeah. okay. LJ, I'll let you go. Go ahead. Okay. First of all, you got to take out of your mind that there's a, there's another way to buy a vehicle. There is no other way to buy a vehicle other than cash. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so you're talking about financing. So financing means you're about to finance a depreciating object with interest plus the taxes, for because he he has to do it. He doesn't have to do it. He can yeah, buy a thousand dollar car, two thousand dollar car. He can do that. Yeah, that's yeah. Like and I, I suppose he has enough savings to do that. I guess. I guess my my issue would be because I bought lots of. I, I probably bought, bought about twenty over twenty cars at this point, mm -hmm. and every time I've had to put some work into them, and I don't mind doing that because I have the money to do it. But you know, I'm thinking like if you get something, and I was telling him like something that's two, no more than two years, two or three years old. Yeah, because you got depreciation already, and then you know maybe with his savings he might be able to to uh, to because he's gonna have to do something. He's we already got the living expenses right. So that's going to have to happen. And then he's going to need, you know, transportation to get back and forth to work. I'm just, again, your recommendation is this, is what? Don't find yeah. it. Don't finance a depreciating object. Yeah. Only yeah. Desley finance cars. So don't start them out that way. Don't start it. Mm -hmm. Because if you do that, you're going to make them think that the only way to buy a car is to finance, just like all yeah. the millions of other debt slaves. Okay. Not do that. Just say you buy a 1,000, Oh, dad, the car is going to be looking like this. And the girls want, hey, doesn't matter. Okay. This is what well, you yeah, do. So, yeah, and I was gonna, that's the other thing too. Now we're talking about the women, right? Correct. Correct. I would like for my I son, I'd like for my son. We're young men, we know. And okay. and I uh, I encourage him, and, and I know people say this a lot, but I, I'm one of the guys that's saying, look, black American women first, you know, then we start going down the list for everybody else. But, uh, and I know that, I hate to say it, but it is true, black American women carry a lot of debt. And I, and, and I like your approach, how you said, look, until you get that debt cleared, then, you know, uh, how do you think you better, that plays out? You better not be judging no woman if you're in debt. You better not. You better. That's embarrassing. Okay. Hey, these black women carry more debt. You in debt? Yeah. Then shut the fuck yeah. up. What are you talking about? Yeah. You got to shut up. Yeah. Well, so that, so he doesn't have that issue right now. And and like you said, and and I agree with you. Helping your kids out up until they get to a point to where they're like, even if they're in because they're conscious debts. Don't send them out there like that, man. Just. But you were how talking about he? how old is he? He's twenty five. Oh yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, so I just I, I'm, I'm I already subscribed to your channel. I'm looking at some more of your sure. stuff. I'm looking at a few other people. Yeah, a lot of people out there are giving advice, and then some of it's impractical, though. I, I like your approach. I want you to always remember this, Kevin. Mm -hmm. Everything I say, I can prove with the calculator. Yeah. Okay. I just want so I don't want you thinking it's a concept. It's my way of thinking. It's my logic. I want you to say it's the basic calculator that everybody has on their phone that is the only thing i'm using yeah that's it 
Yeah, because if he can start off, if he can start off like this young, like Nick, if he can start off like that and stay that way, then I would love to see that for him and his, you know, future wife and family and everything else and the grandkids. Yeah. See, I would love Nick to see can, that. Nick can tell you more too, because he's closer to your son's age. Yeah. And, and, and How old are you, Nick? I'm 32. Okay. I'll be 33 next month. And no debt. Right. Zero debt. That's awesome. Child, that is awesome. You looking for a woman, a, a nice a young woman? <laughs> yeah, I was looking at my next one. All that taking off your mask. See, this is why I can't take off my mask in public. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know what, though? Even, yeah. even when we talk yeah, about, um, you know, young men and, you know, them not having any debt, which, you know, I think is awesome. But, like, if a young man cannot um if he does not receive enough scholarships to cover like the cost of schooling do you like recommend um you know him looking into the trades like or or are there circumstances where you think that you know student loan debt is not bad if it's going to pay off in the end you want to see see that word bad is where we got us we that's where we're getting in trouble it's not i'm not against the system guys i'm fine with student loans I'm fine with taxes. I'm fine with all of it. You just got to play the game. This is the game that has to be played. Okay. So if somebody wants to choose to take out student loans, that's fine. But just do you realize that you can't bankrupt them and you're going to have to pay them back? Do you understand that? Are you going to go finance a car, go get a mortgage and start a family with student loans? That's a choice. And then people have these problems. And this is what LJ talks about in dating minus debt, right? you start to under, look at money a certain way and then you start making the decisions on who you're going to be with based off their uh, uh, psychological thinking. So are they a person that understands what I know? Because if they don't, and if they're still asleep and I wake up, that relationship is over. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's contradictory. You, you know what I'm saying? So as, as far as buying your car, yeah, look, you know, a lot of times LJ, you know, they hear LJ talking, SMD, like, oh, he has to buy a messed up car. His car has to be all beat up just because he's not financing it. No, it's just how you buy it. You can buy a car that you can afford that runs fine. And let's say your situation where you're a young man, you're coming up. Okay, you got to get a car that's $5,000 or $3,000, right? You buy it in cash and have a mechanic. Have a mechanic around you where like, hey, look, let's call him Bill. Hey, Bill, you know, I just bought this car. I want you to check it out. I want you to make sure it runs for me. I got to get back and forth to work. You know, they think that, oh, you got to finance a car so you can get a warranty because that's security. So there's some form of fear there, right? No, I got a mechanic. I'm not scared of anything. My car breaks down, I send it to my mechanic. So that's where the resourcefulness comes into play. Oh, so if I don't finance or get a mortgage, how do I get a house? That's where the resourcefulness comes into play. Are you gonna start a business? Are you gonna start a service that allows you to add so much value where you have enough money to afford the things that you want? Okay, okay. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna turn it on to you guys, and I want to make sure that you know, because he's he's off to a good start right now, you know, no wife, no kids, no debt, none of that stuff. And and I agree, I love what you said about helping your kids out as long as they're moving towards in the direction that you want them to go, and that's all yeah. three of them, mine. So right. we're all four of them now at this yep. point. So all right. of that being our, said, I mean, it's, our job it's, as fathers to get them out there the yeah. right way because we already know yeah. we just need to put them out the right way. Yeah. Yeah, if we start off with, with these with this group, yeah. But hey, I know other people are behind me, so I don't wanna I don't wanna hog the time, but thanks for letting me up. I appreciate the conversation, appreciate the discussion. And appreciate don't worry about you, the super sir. chat. Thank I already you, you already answered the question. So don't worry about the super chat. Thanks. Thank you, Kevin. We appreciate Excellent, you. Kevin. Brother Kev. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. Um 
So really quickly, a lady says, if you have utilities, you would be considered a debt slave. Um, I don't no. think she understands the concept no, because true. we talked about <laughs> no. expenses versus actually right. owing okay. people. <laughs> <laughs> but this is good though. Look, look, this is <laughs> that's right on the money. You got it right. That's yeah, right. Listen, but see, but that's another thing too. And salute OG. Uh, and I'm, we're gonna get right to you. Look, they think that okay, well, if you buy your house in cash, you still gotta pay taxes. You don't own it. No, no, everybody has to pay taxes, right? Yeah, right. So, and then if you go to the restaurant, you sit down to get a nice meal, right? And don't they charge you at the end? Yeah, <laughs> you know, was that debt? Right. No, <laughs> what a service. So, yeah. when you pay rent, you're paying a service, you don't have to cut the grass, you don't have to do all these other things, they're doing it for you, and that's why you pay your money, correct? Mm -hmm. Perfectly said. Would y'all say um, Thank you, LJ. that rent would be a better option for most people as opposed to having a mortgage? Like rent would be the best option. Stop thinking you have an option. <laughs> if you don't have the money, listen. If that you don't makes have sense. The, if you don't have the gotcha. money to buy the house, you don't have the option to buy it. So you own, your only choice is to rent. See, that's the problem with debt slaves. They don't know that. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, the matrix is the matrix is a very powerful force. Yes, it is. And things are the way they are for a reason, right? So it's like like when when we when we hear these things, right? Um, that's part of the system. Like it's easy to identify once you cross over yeah. uh, into SMD and into the positive side. You know, you start to see things a little different. You know, you realize that this way of thinking, the things that we keep bringing up are actually part of the system. And that needs to continue in order for the people that know to continue to be free. Because mm -hmm. that's how capitalism works. It's psychological. That's what LJ uh, teaches. Okay. LG, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning to you and your guests. Um, okay. I want to help the, um, I seen this gentleman you have is very knowledgeable of what he's talking about. I seen him about on Bernard's Riley Challenge, and I seen him with O'Shea ye, uh, a couple years ago. And uh, I, his formula is what we should think is everything in life has a mathematical formula. And that's what he's explaining to you. You understand the formula, then you can succeed in anything you want. Fries taste in Russia. McDonald's fries taste in Russia the same way it takes in America. It's because they use a mathematical formula. Uh, so let me just get to the point. Um, I was uh, a unique situation and that's due to the fact I was a master uh, a mechanical engineer working for GM. At the same time, I was working in a movie industry. So I'm gonna help the guy out who was last, but I do have a question for your, uh, your guest today. Um, when I worked for GM, I had one name. When I worked in show business, I had another name. And most people don't know this. If you work at a, any kind of business and you use one name versus another name, you can actually get a social security card in that name. A lot of people don't know that. And so when you get another name with that social security, when they do a credit report, it could come up on two different names. And you can have one credit report with one thing and the other credit report with another thing, but we go stick with the zero, 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 zero. So 
what I would tell the guy who's uh, 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 has a son that he wants to get a car, and I understand the new generation, they don't want to get this bucket thing. They don't want, they want a certain image. I do understand that because we were young too. So what he can do, that money that he takes, uh, use with his family or whatever, they might go on vacation, go to another state when they are having a police auction. And the reason why I say go to another state is due to the fact you won't be riding around with a car with somebody in your state or your city that might have did something and then you you be, you know, get yourself in a little violation. I got you. So, so go to another state that money you will use for that cruise, to, uh, go to that state like, and go spend a couple of days there where you know you go go to an auction, go to a mechanic shop and hire a mechanic to go to that auction with you before you buy the car. Now we have what we call the 25 inspection rule that we do to a car. We can tell a lot about a car by look, smell, and touch. Mm -hmm. And most of the time we are a before we ever put an OBS scanning tool on it. We can just tell if that car has been run. Uh, we certain things we look in the trunk. We can tell how that car has been cared for. You can tell if that car has had a lot of passengers in it by the, the seats, everything. So that's what a good mechanic will give you. And you probably can pay that mechanic $20 an hour. You're probably going to be at the auction no more than four hours. Look what you have. Look what you have gained and look what you have saved. Yeah, right. OG, that's the resourcefulness that we were yes. talking about. Sense. That's very good. I love what you said there. And salute being the ME too. I know that was tough. So. <laughs> and so... My my father was born in 1909, so I learned at a very early age in my life, my father was stingy, what they call people stingy back in the day. That means he bought everything with cash, everything with cash, without even knowing the knowledge. My father had like a third grade education. Yeah. And so without the knowledge that this gentleman have today, and I've been the same way all throughout my life, I figured if you couldn't afford it, you didn't need it. Mm. that's just the way I did. And if you wanted it and you thought you needed, you would save up money to pay cash for it. My children thought that was kind of weird, but when they got old, my oldest son is 47. My youngest daughter is 23. They starting to understand the mathematical formula and just, just the way. So I want to ask your guest. I'm getting ready to, everything is in place. I'm getting ready to go to Africa. Uh, my pension is about uh, $2,700. In Africa, that's uh, 19 to 1, the place I'm going. How would you have me to transfer my money? How would I work that money? Because it's going to be 19 to 1 in that country. How would you help me to establish my financial needs for the rest of my life going to another continent? Are you debt free today? Yes, yes, sir. So if, if I was to do the same thing you're doing, I would go, and I believe uh, Africa is capitalist, right? Uh, well, Senegal, where I'm going, it, it's... Uh, What's the economy of Africa or wherever you're going? Is it capitalist? Uh, I would know that first. What kind of economy uh, yeah. do they have? Only thing I know that my research up to this, to this point is, um, is it's 19 to 1 to every dollar here. So you get 19 for every dollar here. No, I'm not talking uh, about that. I, talking I, about, I understand that, but I'm just saying that's the, the first I have. But the right. only thing that's relevant is the type of economy, not the 19 to one or whatever the dollar is, right? You got to know right. if it's capitalist or not. And if I if I found out, let's just use that example. If I knew it was capitalist, 
I, that means it's the same as here. That means the design, the whole design. So I would go there, find a debt-free person in Africa who is a professional, whatever though, because they only know the rules over there. So I, all I need to know is that finance professional in Africa is personally debt-free. And I would tell them what I want to do in Africa and have them set it up. Okay. So, yeah. Then that's Pause real, real, real quick, LJ, let me just ask the question yeah, yeah. that somebody might've missed that. Why is it so important that they're debt free? Why can't I just get any financial advisor, um, uh, you know, to give me the pack? Because if you get a financial, a professional financial advisor who is a debt slave, they're selling you information from the negative side of the economy. That means they don't know, especially to be a professional. You better not be having a finance professional who is in personal debt. You better fire their ass right ASAP. So what Fire. do you do? Is ask ask to see their credit report? Like I don't, you know, I feel no, this some is, type this of way. This is the better one, Nick. We already talked about this. Walk into your financial advisor's office because they always like to make it look fancy and put their <laughs> degrees up on the wall so yeah. you can be impressed. So you just walk in and say, "Oh, you graduated from so and so, so and so college. Oh, I see you graduated back in two thousand five, huh?" And I'll turn. Do you still have your student loan debt? And if they say yes, you take two thousand twenty three minus the year they graduated and they've been having student loan debt for 20 years you about to tell me something what are you about to tell me that you don't right. know bye-bye <laughs> so so that is the credentials so That's i saw credential. somebody ask in the chat okay so what's lj's credentials to speak this way and to tell us about finance well sister george and see they put the link in the chat you can sure see the credit report that's the credentials it has nothing to do about plaques and find, find another I, person find but, another person that does that find another person and then we'll talk about credentials the, his credentials it. is yeah the proof is in the pudding he's My done friend. it and he's showing the evidence that he's done exactly the thing is i actually would prefer so, and, instead of a finance professor or some like i prefer someone who who is actually admitting and acknowledging i once was a debt slave i was once in that same position i once had the same mindset thought the same way and the interesting thing is that like the chat like certain people in the chat giving us gruff or giving me gruff because i i understand where you're coming from I don't that's the fantastic thing about me chatter from dead slaves so i just yeah. but you know <laughs> interestingly <laughs> enough like that's the beauty in what I, my abilities is i'm able to understand different perspectives and being able to engage with people who don't think like you is how you open your mind to different and new ideas and perspectives and that's how you elevate yourself and better yourself that's so like it, it, there's nothing that he has said that you know is is seems to be like he's if running a scam women, and he's not selling women, niggas in trouble black men in trouble yeah. when, if black all it take is all it's gonna take is a couple of black women that says hey let me just see what lj's doing and then when i show them they're gonna be like oh we've been missing that the whole piece i'm gonna be like yep you sure have yeah. now go i do me. have a follow-up question the thing um, is too may he, the credentials are his credit report because it shows that he's done it just like like literally we will listen to experts on, on how to rear children who don't have any children we'll listen to finance experts and we don't know what their background is we don't know what their credit looks like uh -oh. so having somebody who uh -oh. is actually showing you uh -oh. putting his business out there, i think there's beauty in that uh-oh uh, i do have a follow-up question uh to to get a better understanding of your question, well, what would you consider China as being? It's kind of, it, would you consider it being a capitalist or, or a socialist 
a communist okay. OG, because OG, OG. and the reason why I ask you that because, the reason why I'm asking you that because uh synagogue is 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 pretty much a Islamic country and so they have this combination probably like China well, do because you can call economies religion well, has to do with okay no 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 listen listen and the reason why I say that I understand what you're saying but um Christianity is a religion. Islam is more of a way of life. It it consoles everything. And so I don't know how you calculate that into if it's a communist, if it's a capitalist. You understand what I'm saying? Because we have laws. We can't even charge interest. OG, OG. I'm, I'm trying to understand. That's why I'm it, asking the question, bro. But e Listen, even the Bible says, and somebody put the verse down in the chat, you know, the borrower is slave to the lender. Yeah. Period. Period. End of discussion. So it doesn't matter where you are when you're doing this. If you borrow money, you're expected to pay it back. Oh, I understand that. And that's what I'm just saying is we we have a law. You can't charge interest. That's just the way the law is. What are you but even if there was no interest, even if there was no interest, you still huh? if, you, if you borrow a dollar, zero percent interest, you still got to pay a dollar back. I don't understand. I, understand. I, I don't have a problem with that. And what I'm saying, I'm not borrowing anything, but I'm trying to get an understanding of what should I research? That's my question. I'm not fighting. I'm just trying. What is when you have a country that has a combination of things that runs the economy of that country? And it's not just like the United States one capitalist thing and that's it i'm trying to figure out the mixture of because i know china you can look at china and say is hey, okay it's it's this communist country no it's not not completely because they do things not same korea, as we do over china. here not china korea man china's not so you understand what i'm saying you have a combination when you're dealing with china you're not dealing with one practice of finance yes you are oh gee Making it more complicated than it has to be, brother. No, okay, well, I, then explain I'm, it to me in more simple. Just explain I'm, to me in more simpler form, so I can understand. Because I, I'm here to understand. You got to go back and watch the beginning of the video. LJ broke all this down with the red notes. Remember, like I'm not sure if you were watching, but with the, the no, I just tuned in about 20 notes. minutes ago. Yes, brother. Every question that you have, rewatch this video a hundred times. I'm telling you, and, and salute to everybody here learning new knowledge. We're not trying to hit you over the head to put you down. This is not what this is about. This is ultimately about uplifting everybody and giving them the understanding of true finance. That's really right. what this is all about. And a lot of times we add all these additional things. Like I hear in the chat, I'm reading in the chat, I'm hearing everybody talk about all these other things that don't matter <laughs> to being in debt or not being in debt. It's binary. Okay. okay, so I think you are misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm saying I have a lot of residual income. And I'm trying to find out, is it best for me to finance it, do something to get a bigger bang for my money in Africa or still use my money for a big bang over here since we are not intellects when it comes to finance? Would I be safer? That's what I'm trying to find out. Hire a finance professional who is personally debt free and he will do what you're asking me. Yes, okay? sir. Just make okay. sure the finance professional is personally debt free. And then once it, if this person said, now it's gonna be hard, okay? It will be hard, you gotta have balls to ask this question, but when it comes to your money, you just gotta be that way, okay? Find a finance professional who is personally debt free and then tell them what you're gonna do and he will be able to tell you exactly what you're trying to do. I okay. promise you that. 
I got you. All right, y'all have a uh, good, amazing rest of the day. Peace and love, and I always strive for the truth. Thank you, Sister George. Thank you, Cece, Thank you. for having me on the Ask That Question. Thank you. Thanks, OG. OG. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to drop down, too, guys. I'm going to drop down, too. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Concrete George, the breakdown. This is awesome. And continue to do this stuff. LJ, salute. Salute to everybody. Um, but talk to you guys soon. Thank you. We appreciate you. All right. We appreciate you coming through. Um, I'm going to read the Super Chats. And then, LJ, I'm going to let you get up out of here. Don't um, people yes. come up? People don't want to come up and try to do whatever. They, they, they want to talk smack from the chat. And talk. the interesting and thing even, is... And I just turn the chat off. Are, I don't I don't read this yeah. late to the chat. I just turn it off. Yeah, so because, they, they the, you know... Now. That's exactly what it is. And, you know, the naysayers, but that's to be expected. And the thing is, like, I, 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 I find it interesting that we will take such an extreme approach with someone who has who's coming just with something different that we haven't heard. And, and we're literally um, in, in our space. We oftentimes will get people that are upset about, um, you know, about us or someone else having extremist views when literally you're not even open to hearing what someone else says if it's outside of your own beliefs like how do you grow how do you and i get like i'm not saying that everybody has to buy into anything but literally hearing it if you don't believe he's right here you're welcome to come up you're welcome to engage he's been nothing but respectful you're welcome to say hey this doesn't make sense to me can you explain this like he's right here and want. we're asking we've dropped the link that. multiple times mm -hmm. Um, I get what it is though, concrete and um LJ. Uh when your feelings are hurt, um, you know, it's hard to see past hurt feelings and debt. So, you know, mm -hmm. you get get out your feelings and you getting out of debt, you you feel better about stuff and things <laughs> like aren't aren't point. as offensive. Um, Ooh. but if you have somebody who is done the work and is saying that, look. I've done ABCD. This has worked. This will continue to work. Take out your calculator and, and be logical and using logic as it pertains to debt. And you have somebody just telling you to get your emotions out of it. People be feeling some type of way. How he calling me a slave. This is what we know. And that is, I've been able to do this for years. And this is work. And <laughs> you know exactly. what I'm That's all part of the program. Take your we're feelings just, out of it. Remove your I just, and you talk to somebody like the shop every day of her life. If I can shop listen, I've been convicted in this conversation too, though. Like y'all think y'all the only ones? You think I ain't been but like? You guys dang. are getting it. I'm gonna tell you guys both. You guys are asking the right questions. Now I know you don't know now, but you will later. You guys are asking the right questions. I promise you that. No, I, I look at it. Um, coming when OG said that he was taught to pay for things outright, and that was the type of attitude that he grew up with um my grandmother also had a third grade education my grandma now you know her demise was kind of bad because she ended up dying um but she was walking around new york city with about fifty thousand dollars cash on her mm. when she passed away mm. but she ain't owe nobody i can tell you she went and got all her damn money out the bank don't nobody know why to this day she went and got all her cash <laughs> out only, the bank. only person with no debt could do that yeah but yeah. she went and got all her money out the out the bank and was walking around with it when she passed away. How but many people you know have seen $50,000 in cash? Not me. I haven't seen that. Listen, 
And the crazy thing is, I remember a time where we weren't indebted like that because we couldn't get loans. And baby, listen, I remember in my lifetime where people in my family didn't trust banks. <laughs> they was like, hey. okay, go get that shoebox, go look under that mattress. <laughs> Big mama house with some money in a TV somewhere. Yes, you already in know the in the sock, in the sock in the drawer. That's all about to be going bye bye soon. So, <laughs> uh, shout out to yeah. Midtown Universe. He says YGU is cheap and more efficient. Bachelor's degree is 4K. Master's degree is also 4K. Um, thank yeah. you so oh much wow. And... Okay, Midtown. Thank you for that information. Yes. And uh, uh oh, shout out to Deron Jones, Western again. Governors University, for anybody inquiring. Sorry, that's Western Governors University, I'm pretty sure. Okay, and shout out to Deron Jones. He said that's why many artists in the music game are broke because they live beyond their means, voluntarily acquire a debt, voluntarily acquire debt, and have no reasonable budget or spending plan. I think the thing with the music industry as well is you have people that are not used to money and people are able to dictate and tell you what the things cost and they'll use your ignorance of the music industry of the uh, of your own contracts against you. you um, to and I take the Master P theory. Remember when Master P talked about um, he would go and hustle his own things. Mm. Because they would tell him this is gonna cost this, and he said, right. "No, I'll take care of that. Let right. me do that for myself." And everybody was in a frenzy because he did certain things on his Correct. own to eliminate certain expenses as it pertains mm -hmm. to the music industry. So, Darunj, we need to get you on for an interview. I See, know I, we if do. I had, if I had young artists come to me, if they if they knew what I taught, big industries wouldn't be able to take advantage of them at all. That wouldn't that kind of stuff wouldn't happen at all. I don't care how big the music company is. They would never allow them to take advantage of them. That would never happen. What's up, Arlene? How you doing? Hi, good afternoon, everybody. Can you hear me? Yes. Hey, um, how you doing? Hi. So I just want I just wanted to jump on as an SMD member. Um, I wanted to say congratulations to both you ladies. I know you said that you paid off your student loans. And then the other young lady talked about the husband who wanted to see her credit report. I think that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Thank you. And to me, in my opinion, as another woman, it just shows how serious he was. And that he wanted to build wealth together, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, but being an SMD member, I'm a member for over a year plus. Mm -hmm. I I came across LJ one day on YouTube, and he was getting screamed at on somebody else's channel. <laughs> <laughs> and and I questioned like, why is all these people yelling at this man? And it's just intrigued, you know, it caught my attention, and I ended up going to his channel and then looking at a lot of videos of his, and immediately became in, entrenched with what he's saying because the reality is debt has become the norm you know it's, it's, it is. It's, it's the programming you know and at that time um i paid off ninety two thousand dollars of student loans on my own and i'm in i'm in this house. congratulations thank you i'm i'm in i'm in the bank's house i'm in the bank's house this is this house belongs to the bank i'm i'm mortgaging this home and <laughs> us too yeah exactly exactly, <laughs> exactly. but it's the programming is it's what we know you know, and so being part of SMD and having such positive conversations with other positive people trying to get out of debt. So when LJ talks about being a conscious debt slave, I'm one of the conscious debt slaves. Like I'm fully aware that I am a debt slave and I am, I have to say I was focused to pay off the mortgage, but something happened listening to the SMD videos and listening to 
LJ talk. It's something happened that pushed me to want to pay off even faster. Like to be honest, this mortgage is my only debt. This mortgage is my nice. only debt. This mortgage is my only debt, and I'm about three years before I retire from my career. So nice. um, I, nice. I want the freedom. I want the freedom. Like right now, I'm a conscious debt slave. I will, the mortgage will be paid off before I retire. But the reality is, as LJ constantly talk about, my time is dedicated to my profession. Like I don't have the ability to just leave because I need the money. Like I need mm -hmm. the money from my job in order to pay my bills. You know, so that makes me its own weird way, but I'm a slave to my job as well. You know, so LJ makes sense. So where LJ is constantly yeah. talking about, you know, you want to be free and have your own business. Yes, correct. Everyone, everyone can't have, everyone don't have the ability to have their own business. But I know for me, I'm 45 years old and in my, my career, I don't want to do it anymore, but I'm, I'm stuck to do it because I need the money to pay my, I, I need the money. I could be free right now if I sell this house. Think about it, sis. I could be free right but now. But then like, where are you going to live? A exactly. rent, I guess. I don't want to rent. I don't want to rent. <laughs> and you're yeah. three years away from paying it off. I'm or a few yeah, years I, away I, from I, paying it off. Exactly less than three years. Like the house will be paid off before I retire. And so I have, okay. to, I have plans. But just, you know, becoming friends with LJ and being part of SMD, it just shows you what's possible. Arlene, I got a yeah. quick question you for you. Yes. Just a quick question for you. Yes. Um, when it came down to consumerism, have you ever been a slave of consumerism? No, no, I grew okay. up poor. I'm from this, I'm from New York City and I grew up poor on welfare. And like you talked about your grandmother, my grandmother too had no debt. Um, she hated debt. We grew up poor on welfare, on food stamps, you know, due to family circumstances. And my grandmother definitely taught me not to, you know, not to be a slave to old people. However, when I went away to college, I went away to college. It's different because it's almost like you're a programmed. If you had, and I'm I'm 43, um, my grandmother was big on like not owing people. Yes, she yes. was huge mm -hmm. on not owing people, and she's yes. from the south, old south, but had to work for every dime that she made. Yes, and so she was big. And then I think they had like a different approach. Yes. They had a different approach because it was like um, I think credit was wasn't necessarily introduced. Um, credit cards were introduced. I think. Um, when we were yeah. still children, when it came down to having credit cards and stuff, I think that concept was pretty much introduced. But people, you remember, you they used to be able to go to the store and send your kids to the store and lay you away. get things on credit and shit lay like away. that or lay away. My mama did that. <laughs> Girl, With a my list. grandma, would, uh, she was really on the type of time to pay off everything in cash or to do. Um, I love it. If she went and bought something, that shit was paid off and she didn't um, worry about it. Then as we grew up and we had the crack generation and I had a mm -hmm. mom that was the layaway mom and um, mm -hmm. we owe every damn body. And then, you know, when, we, yeah. when I grew up and I went to college, it was take out a loan for this, yep. take out a loan for that. And I took yeah. out a couple of loans. Yep. Don't get me wrong. Um, I took out loans and still don't have a damn degree, which was like crazy as hell. Now, thank yeah. God I wasn't deep, deep in debt. And I think my um, highest student loan debt was about 15000 And I inched it down to about eleven, and I ended up uh, getting an inheritance. And I was like, let me just pay this shit off um, completely so I don't have to deal smart. with that. Smart. Yeah, that was smart. That was but you know smart. what? 
on the reverse side of that, because my mom had 10 kids and we certainly weren't yeah. well off, but I grew up, I had a trauma response, like a financial uh, trauma, financial trauma yeah. from not having a lot. Like we had, we had nice, yeah. th- you know, decent things, but like my siblings stayed in my stuff. I was the oldest of the youngest group. And so like, I never had like space to my own and stuff. So then I started to consume, 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 because like all yeah. the things that I couldn't get when I was younger, when I, you you know, was able and I have a fantastic career. I make great money. I'm, I'm like over consuming from, you know, a trauma response. So it affects people differently, you know, and my mom wasn't this crazy spender, you know, she didn't, you know, she wasn't a crazy spender or anything like that, but just not being able to have made me want to purchase all the things I could once I had, once I felt I had the ability. But let me ask you, thank you both ladies for sharing your stories. But Ms. C. Rose, being that you are aware of it now, what are you doing to make a difference? Because for me, like I hate name brand. I'm a very simple person, but that's me. Where my sister is constantly debt buying all this name brand stuff, which is same situation, but we we see money and debt differently. So what are you doing? I have... At the beginning of the year, I did a minimize, like no shopping, essentially, like minimize myself for two months. And then actually just recently, myself and my daughter, I have a daughter that's in her 20s. I have a daughter. Well, she she didn't. She doesn't consider it because when I say no shopping, I still have like my and at the time we were creating content. So I had a content budget that was like 250. Um, and she was she felt like, you know, when you say no spend, I mean, if I have to go out and go to different restaurants to shoot content, that wasn't included in my no spend. But I, for me, my issue was shopping. That was like, I, so I stopped shopping for two months, but I just started uh, um, where, with my daughter where we're doing like the 75 hard, but including, you know, no spending, no shopping in that 75 hard. So like, I'm very aware of it just because of, you know, financial goals that myself and my husband have for bi- businesses and things of that nature. So it like, you know, prior to this conversation, that was something that I've actively been working on just because I know how I consume. And I know, like, I get like a dopamine effect Girl. when I purchase. And I'm like, oh, I got these cute Listen. boots. And, you know, there's it's, a dopamine I'll, 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 I'll tell you how bad it is. I'll tell you how bad it is. So I'm in my studio right now and y'all can't see my full studio, but mm-hmm. I have two couches in here and, um, I got clothes on both of the couches, but some clothes that I was getting ready to get rid of. And then I had new clothes. I'd be damned. I went shopping a couple weeks ago, came in here and took, brought the damn clothes in here. Forgot about them. Cause I don't always come in here. I'd be damned. I came in here last night. I was like, Shit, but you know, I'm doing too much. If yeah. I'm at a point to where I didn't actually forgot. Yes. That I, oh, yeah. And I was like, yes. yeah, girl, sit down somewhere. But see, but see, yeah. <laughs> The reality at the end of the day, SMD means savings minus debt. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. I don't know how you're buying these items, I don't know how you're living, but the reality is, with we are putting ourselves in debt, no one's making us oh, do yeah. it, but facts. facts. It's us when it's she talked us. about when concrete talked about um when you didn't have things growing up because yes. I also grew up. We didn't have debt, but my grandma didn't play the radio. She was like, there's no way in hell I would buy a, a $100 pair of tennis shoes for somebody that ain't um, did shit to earn $100, right. even though. <laughs> um, but my grandmother had a certain mindset yes. about the things that she wouldn't purchase. And then yes. literally like some of the same things that Savings Minus Debt is telling us, Yes, she would be like, 
for fucking what? Yes. The, the people you trying to impress ain't got shit either. And she would <laughs> she would say it, and I would be pissed off because I'm like, but they got money and they're wearing this, and I'm in these damn. You know, she would send me to school in bobos and shit, or the cheap, the Puerto Rican Nikes and shit. Charlie, <laughs> I used to be mad as hell because mm. you want to fit in, and I wanted to be a part of. And I think that's a lot of things to do with why we're such a way when it comes down to money and wealth. But at some point, at some point, here we are all acknowledging what we've done. So what are we all mm-hmm. doing to change it? And what SMG has done, he brought the conversation to the forefront where, like you said, exactly. people, feel hurt, people feel it to hurt, but the truth is the truth. At the end of the day, we are responsible for ourselves. Yep. We mm-hmm. are I agree. You know, so anyway, I just want to come in and just acknowledge and just say hi and Thank just you. it was a pleasure listening to you all. I'm happy I was able to come back and listen. But um, I'm a member of SMD and we are a family. And I have to say that a fire is under me with this mortgage. I'm more than I'm almost done. I love that. Though. And I tell you, I can't wait. Listen, I can't wait. To show I'm excited him my for you. Oh, no. I cannot wait to show him my credit report. I can't wait. You know? <laughs> I'm excited it's, too. It's just something of a mindset, and it's and it's mm-hmm. individual. You could do it. Can't nobody tell you you can't do it. It's exactly it's, we're our own. We're our own hurdles. Mm-hmm. But thank you, ladies. Have a good day. Thank you for thank having. You, Miss a- thank, thank you, Miss A. Thank you as well, well. lady. Yeah. yeah. No more spending, ladies. Concrete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-uh, I need to be telling your behind. Hey, smooth. What's going on? What's going on, yo? How you feeling, friend? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, How you feeling? Friend, we gotta talk about it, friend. I'm 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 making it though. (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, I I didn't come in here to troll concrete and nothing. Oh, really? I do that enough (laughs) in the chat, you know. You see, I'm sorry. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, man. (laughs) The attention is not on you today. I, I had a question for um saving uh minus debt uh you know i get the concept of you know you, you want you want to minimize your debt as much as possible but um do you teach that like, in your community or like what is your stance on like good debt for example you know like when people business owners or what have you use debt to you know open businesses or whatever the case may be and stuff obviously with the intentions to pay back the money mm-hmm. or of business owners who actually use debt as a form to actually live, you know, like um, Elon Musk, where he doesn't get paid a salary, mm-hmm. but he uses uh, stock options and then gets a loan based off that. And then the following year, the company is worth more, he can pay it back. And then that gives him reason to take a bigger loan to live. Right. So mm-hmm. um, what is your, um, yeah, I just want you, I just want to know like what you think about that. And if, if that is something that that you accept or you think is smart or you think that um yeah yeah that's, business that's business I'm okay with business debt nothing's wrong with business debt I'm just against personal debt business debt is personal debt you pay back business debt your customers pay back calling debt good or bad is just how people they're just describing their feelings about their debt so if you hear somebody say hey th- my mortgage is good debt they're just telling you how they feel about their debt nothing more than that if they but believe a mortgage is good, if, if their mortgage makes them feel good great for them why are you telling me that's what you say to them why are you telling me that i don't really care about that. And, and also last question um 
do you 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 don't own you you say you rent so you, you don't own a home mm-hmm. so what what do you think about the whole thing about having the home paying it off and leaving it for your children perfect so do you encourage that or do you think people should just uh, stick to renting because no, that in some way is still putting money in the landlord's pocket no i encourage furthering people, his family I, I encourage people to own their home because if you own your home you will have eliminated the largest monthly expense for the rest of your life period mm-hmm. so yes there is no better investment than a paid off house. No, there is none. If you own where you live and you don't have no rent or mortgage, your money will stack unbelievably fast. Unbelievably. And, and would it be okay if I use loan to get the house? To get a house? Uh, yes, if way. I use the debt, if I use debt to do it, but I was responsible and I would still be able to pay it off. That, that this way. is the only thing. The only mortgage I would say you could get is the best one offered in the United States of America from the biggest bank of America. If you go, if you if you're stuck on getting a loan for a house, you do not accept anything less than the best. Whatever that is, I don't even know what that is because I'm not really into mortgages. But I'm just saying, yeah. if you want a mortgage, don't accept anything. Le- and then have a plan. I want if you get a mortgage, you automatically know it doesn't take 30 years to pay off a house. I want you to make mm-hmm. sure. So if you get mm-hmm. one, you say, okay, I'm gonna have it paid off in five years. Um, and no refinancing, no pulling out equity, none of this stuff. You just get it, pay it off, period. I agree. I did want to say something really quickly. So when we talk about owning a home too, we talked about the average cost of a home, but I do want us to also consider alternative methods. So literally I've been seeing people buying land there. You can build um, container homes. They're very cost effective. You can also, there's barn dominiums. There are a myriad of different ways to own land and put a you know piece of property on it that are outside of the traditional think outside the box do your research like land you can find affordable land across the country i <laughs> like, got one better me. for you trust me you own land concrete do you own concrete land right now concrete no 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 but that's our next move instead of a home we are getting land in the middle of nowhere because you can I'm buy a home <laughs> on home depot for forty four thousand and change mm-hmm. to where the one you put in your backyard yeah, yeah. but yeah, forty four thousand yeah. it's like a one bedroom house container also, homes are in fairly inexpensive and you designing it yourself you know uh i only see the builders in modern cities because that's something that i'm interested in barn dominiums barn dominiums are incredibly affordable there are alternative my point is there are alternative methods out there that are you know less costly than three hundred thousand. you will end up paying less than half of that so you know don't if that's really your goal do your research and and, and you're saving up the money and you know what i mean you might be able to do it sooner rather than later you might meet that goal sooner rather than later okay smooth does that answer your questions you good to go yes yeah. Yeah, I'm good to go. Thank you, ladies. Thanks for having me. I told y'all I was going to keep you respectful. So, I'm, I'm one. Thank you. Thank you, Moose. Go start for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I'm going to drop this for Chaos. Chaos, come on up. Answer your question because we getting ready to shut it down. I got yeah. Um, I, I got to go, go pull my credit report right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got a nail appointment. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, girl, I'm about to go look at my credit report to see... <laughs> 
I don't think too many people own me though. What no. I want you guys to do. I, I check mine weekly. It's on my uh it's on uh, yeah, attached mine. to my bank account. <laughs> when you guys do this, I want you to cut out a piece of paper shaped as a as a dollar bill. And when you go to you look at your credit report, I want you to write down the, the your total debt and put a minus in front of it and keep it in your wallet. So whenever you go to buy something, you pull out and say, This is how much money I have to buy whatever I'm about to buy. <laughs> okay. Every That's time I want you to do it. You go get a new, you try to go get a new purse, you pull out the money and say, This is how much money I You're have. You're making to buy my that stomach purse. hurt with this. You <laughs> Child, that's too much accountability. Okay. Okay. His we can slow down. To be in jail bit. with this shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna be able to go get my nails done. <laughs> okay, all right. About to look Gotta like get paint my own nails at look, home. About to look right. beat the but that's just a hey, C road. That's just temporarily. Trust me. When you get debt free, you'll go to mm-hmm. the nail place that you really want to go to. That might cost triple the cost you want, but it doesn't matter because debt slaves will be paying for your nails. Who cares? Who cares, Who cares how much your nails cost? Maybe y'all need you, to send us when you own yourself. So we can, so we can work. I <laughs> know that's right. Mm-hmm. Chaos. What's up, friend? Chaos. All right. Okay. Hold on. Let me jump back down and use another device because it's now Here interrupting. The internet's cutting out. I'm going to come back. One second. No, See, right now, because women, you guys know. There might be a place that you'd rather get your nails done because they, but they charge what they charge. When you own yourself and create a successful business, you'll go to that place because debt slaves will be paying for your nails. It doesn't matter the price. It doesn't matter. Damn. You'll just go there. Whatever. They'll tell you the price. You probably won't even pay attention. When I go places, I don't really think about prices or money. I don't even, I pull up to the gas station. I don't look at the gas price. I just, go here to click and i leave i don't really care that's how you be doing stuff now huh you just be like you don't care what the price is to certain to a certain extent this the average everyday things i don't really pay attention to but if i go buy something big of course but little things the price of gas and no i don't really pay attention to any of that wow you gotta have it that's that's how you'll be you won't even think about money you won't even think about it I can't wait. Complaining like gas then went up another 20 cent. When you hear somebody say that, oh my God, girl, gas is so high. You go, are you making car payments? Yeah, that's why gas is high because you're making car payments. Listen, I have the first car payment that I've had in 12 years and I'm like devastated. I'm like, okay, is this this time time is up? (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh. like and that was in my account no i'm sorry go ahead go ahead no i'm no i'm saying i i feel some type of way about it because i'm not used to having a car payment i purchased my cars outright what made you get one um what made me get uh, there was actually i traded my car in and there was a a a luxury car that i wanted (laughs) okay Uh uh-huh that's honest you're being honest i wanted a luxury car go ahead yeah my husband was dead set against it, and I was like, "But babe, you know, I really but want I'm gonna this." Do it anyway. that was, that I love that you, was... baby, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Let's just run through. I'm gonna do it anyway. I don't care what you think, baby. Boy, that submission looked like it needed a little work. <laughs> only if the interest. He said, "Only if the interest is this amount or less, and the payment is this amount or less." So I made it happen, and yeah, but I still would rather not. <laughs> okay, you done? But yeah, out. 
<laughs> I'm messing with you. No, I just, I just want you to feel it so you know because these the mistakes are important. Okay, so you can feel it, even though you're like, man, this, this, I made the. I want you to feel the pain because it's going to prevent you from ever doing that again. So those moments are important. Believe it or not, I know it feels like a mistake, but if you learn from it, it's not a mistake. Yeah. Okay. Mm. True. Okay. Uh, Chaos. What's your question, friend? See, this is the shit that frustrates me. Bye, chaos. <laughs> yeah, Baby, I, I, I be I be so frustrated because I be like just shout out to Deron Jones. Oh, I read that one already. Didn't I read that? Yep, I read that. Uh shout out to Django Geek. Thank you so much, Django. He said debt slaves paid my last vacation, hotel, <laughs> flights, and taxes. The government paid my student loans. Yeah. The future tenant debt slaves will pay my next mortgage. He's a family, he's an SLB family member. <laughs> Come on, Django. <laughs> and shout out to Django again. He said, My future business, my future business will pass taxes, not pay them. Damn, not pass taxes. Okay, okay, I heard mm. that. And shout out to you, Kevin C. He says, a check history of Friedman's Bank. That's why. I think that was in regards to something that we were doing before. Oh, okay. But um, SMD, I want to thank you so much yes. for coming on. This was this an was so excellent conversation. Oh my gosh. We should do this more often. Anytime. We should. Yes. I thought if this you was guys have not... If you guys haven't already subscribed to SMD's channel, go over there and subscribe. He has some very interesting information. He's always giving nuggets, tips, like information. Make sure you guys go over there and check him out and subscribe. And I know people were saying the people that were coming up here advocating for your program made it sound like a sales pitch. But the thing is, like, it benefits, like, financial, who doesn't want financial freedom? Like, what person wants to be tied to this massive debt? Like, I, uh, to me, that's just, logic like of course i want to be financially free so i've enjoyed this oh that's it that's all yeah. Yeah. yeah um but smd we thank you thank you thank you thank you for coming through this was a very very good conversation um uh, the invitation is definitely open for you to come back because Appreciate this was good this is really good this and really good. very important out more better than i thought it was it's really nice yeah. oh you ain't have no faith <laughs> no because we was going over titles i was like okay where we going like, to go title and then nervous. when we talked about the title i was like that's perfect that's perfect yeah title. Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, shout out to you, and we hope you have a great rest of your yes. Sunday. You guys too. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Bye bye. Girl, that's one for the books. We yes, did I enjoyed that conversation. Like, but the chat was killing me, baby. Like, May, May been cutting the heck up all, all day. But like my like I said, my point is just that simply regardless, like his messaging, even if you're not tied, like linking into his program, like the messaging of desiring financial freedom, like who doesn't want that? That in and of itself, like that is something that every person should aspire to have. Don't nobody want a, a bunch of debt dragging them dragging behind them. You may not agree with 100% of everything that he said. I don't agree with 100% of everything anybody says, but I felt like he still had some gems that we need need to highlight and, and respect because he was he has some very solid points. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, shout out to the Dope Conversations podcast. He said, requesting a show on how to get debt slaves. 
Now that's a really good uh, concept because what we all trying to do is acquire a debt slave ourselves to help pay off our, <laughs> pay off some of this shit. Listen, I walked uh, into my credit report. Oh, uh, listen, my credit report ain't horrible, but I will it tell. Ain't I mean, money my, bad. But I, I will zero. say this: I want to get rid of my credit cards. <laughs> I just want to be no credit cards. Like that's probably gonna be my first goal. <laughs> like yeah, no credit cards. That's the only thing um, that's really on mine is a credit card. But I'd be like them points. Like I can actually, fly for I have free. two credit cards. I have two credit cards and. I have three. Yeah. Um, so my two credit cards are the thing that's uh prevalent on my credit report. My credit cards is pretty good, but I will say this. Like I I get I, I sucker myself by being like, oh, I can get these points and cash back and this. So I'll be like, let me use my credit card because I can get I'll just pay it off on my credit card. And I typically will, but I do it for points, but I know it's a trap. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know it's a trap. Yeah. Um, DJ Cadillac, had you been here, then you would know that a credit a credit score is just a vanity number, honey. The credit uh credit score it just tells you who owns you, and if you got cash, you don't need credit. You don't remember you ain't, you weren't here for class, but you got to come back and watch the whole thing, DJ Cadillac, because you you weren't here for the whole class, honey. He was in the hall smoking. And but and anyway. I'm gonna tell y'all what y'all didn't notice. What y'all didn't notice. Well, savings minus debt trying to sell y'all anything. Mm-mm. Did y'all notice that? He they were saying, what's the course? He trying to sell a course. What is it? Some t shirt didn't he got a coffee to... mug. <laughs> I buy coffee milk. Hell no, I ain't I can't even afford one at this point. <laughs> the calculator. Listen, he's gonna have you pulling out that slip of paper. Every time you tell me you went shopping, I'm gonna be like, where that paper at? Because <laughs> Come back with your nails done next week and let me ask you what the paper is. I'm going to get the same color. I'm going to get the same color so you can't see. Yeah. He going to have us need feelings. I got damn nails going to be the new out of here, child. So raggedy. Hair going to be like this. Oh, I, I, I'm doing my own hair now anyways. Child ain't going to be able to get a sew in or nothing. Mm, 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 Listen, we need to get on these YouTube videos and practice on how, how to do our hair. We're going to have plenty of work. <laughs> but <laughs> shout out to everybody that came through. Very, very special shout out to Savings Mining Jet. If y'all have not subscribed, go subscribe, go subscribe, go subscribe, go subscribe. Um, great conversation, great guy. I enjoyed this. This is really dope. Um, yes. Omega Dreads, let me tell you something, baby. I am the trick in my relationship, baby. Curling gets all my money. I love pay- listen. We go out shopping. She I can get I am the simp in my relationship. I really am. I'm the simp. So there's that. Uh, Anyway, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to Savings Minus Debt. If you guys have not subscribed, go over there and subscribe because we want y'all to be out of debt too. We want y'all to be as powerful as y'all possibly can be. Listen, when I come up here, baby, that was thunder and it just shook the whole damn house. Baby, my heart didn't just kind of stop. Cause okay, we're about to get off of here. You remember back in the day, you had to turn the lights off and sit down in the dark when it was thunder. Baby, I'm about to get off this shit because I thought we had just got struck. We're about to get off of me. <laughs> anyway, um, shout out to everybody that came through. A special shout out to everybody that super chatted us. We greatly, yes. greatly, greatly appreciate, appreciate you guys. Y'all. 
Um, join us back here next week. You know, the fuckery continues. You know, we will never be without. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Peace. Oh, pull it up, child. We out of here. Y'all have a great week. Bye.